small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Mike Siegel. And I'm Murray Valeriano. And we, uh, we're we on the road today, guys. We uh, picked up all the equipment. Can't even talk. Can you, are you doing all right? The equipment. <laughs> the equipment. The equipment. I can't packed, believe you brought all this stuff over. Packed it all up and we brought it to Murray's house because Murray can't go anywhere. Right. I forgot to tell him I can drive today. <laughs> <laughs> they let me drive as of six o'clock this morning. Is that true? No. Actually, I can't drive. I can't, I'm, not, I'm not supposed to drive until tomorrow, the day after this is yeah, recording. Yeah, you don't want to drive. It was, it was actually fun to see if I, you know, how he, it was actually not hard to do it. No. In, no. in my head, sometimes it feels like, oh, I don't want to fucking haul that all over the place. All right. No, it was in two, what, it was in two containers, maybe? Just in one, not con- even? One, one container? One container and then another mic. Took you a half separately. hour to set up yeah. while we is, fucked around? Is yeah. this what you brought over to uh, Stuart Copeland's house? And Fee Wable's house. All right. And now Murray Valeriano. <laughs> and you look like a chump when you go to like a celebrity's house and you're setting up. You're supposed <laughs> to be the interviewer and you're like, I'm just going to set my gear up. And you got the, that box from the box store or whatever yeah. those things container are. Store? Container store? Container store. But Stuart Copeland, like I said, he made me a coffee. So. Yeah, all right, all right. I haven't gotten any coffee. Murray hasn't offered me any coffee. He didn't offer me one thing. I figured. Oh, I figured this. I figured this was just rock solid. <laughs> we don't offer anybody anything yeah. unless they're a celebrity. I That's thought true. they. I thought they were going to fix his heart, like to make it bigger, you know, <laughs> so not. that he was more giving and loving. <laughs> he got that Grinch surgery. I'm, oh, I'm emotional. I'm you, emotional. You have, you have an Invisalign in your mouth right now. I have my. That's my. Um, I just retainers. noticed that. Yeah, my retainer. Let me see. Uh, yeah, you can't right. really tell though. I'm really close. No, to we're you. close. Yeah, like we're your close. your lips are right on my cock, so it's very easily. <laughs> wow! 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 Oh, wow. How about that? oh Lord, there goes my heart. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's how, it goes. <laughs> that's how it goes. Hey, let's do a first listen. This is an artist. Uh, this album's coming out September seventh, two thousand eighteen. Maybe you guys have listened already. I have not. Uh, we we all like this artist, Paul McCartney. Oh, I did. I've heard two the two singles. Well, Mike, have you heard them? Uh, I only heard the single on uh, the carpool karaoke that uh, I saw I online. Mean, you heard a terrible version of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going. Uh, I'm playing these right from iTunes, so no one can sue me. Uh, the first one's called "I Don't Know." Let's hear what this sounds like. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I like it. Sounds very similar to the stuff that was on his uh, last album, New. Right, right. Why did you hit me? What are you doing? What are you, what's on your phone? What? What's honestly My on your phone? My wife just texted me. Why are you yelling at me? What did she say? What? She wanted to know if we were recording. Yeah, don't come in. No, <laughs> she, she can come in. <laughs> she knows she not to come in here. She knows better. Yeah, because you could be, you know, you're, who knows where your lips are could be. <laughs> Okay, here's the other song that you can uh, listen to and purchase on iTunes right now. I'm not getting a kickback from this. This is called Come On To Me, which is what you were just doing. (laughs) This is what they were singing in the video.
I like that I like too. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's ever like? I mean, even if gonna he stop, even if he did, no, he's not going to stop. He's not going to stop ever. Back when I was talking to him, he was telling me he loved what he does. Yeah, and I don't, uh, yeah, I don't want him to stop either. Keep oh, making absolutely. music as long as you want to. But is he ever, even if he, do, let's say he writes a Live and Let Die or... Uh, hey Jude. Hey, or even a Hey Jude. Yeah. We're never going to hear it unless no, you buy it. Unless you buy they're, the they're album. They're not going to play no. any of his stuff. It's it's no. like I listen to the classic rock. Yeah. I always bring this uh, classic rock radio station to be like... Paul McCartney's new album came out number one on yeah. Billboard. We're not going to play nope, anything. Nope, we got to play We're Kansas. Play Hey Jude for the nine hundredth time today. Uh, and chances are, if he tours behind the album, he's only going to play three, three songs, songs maybe? Yeah, from it. Yeah, but um, you know, I I I love his solo stuff. Oh, me too, me too. Yeah. You even got me. I kind of got out of the in the Flaming Pie era. Mm-hmm. I kind of got out of it, but yeah. you gave me those CD, and they're actually better than I remember. They're pretty great. Yeah. yeah, and I love New. That was his last one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. His voice is a little like it's fading yeah, a little bit. It's fading. I mean, it's got to have. It's not going to hit the 75? highs. I know. Yeah. How old is seventy five? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can do anything in the studio, but yeah, live yeah. sometimes like ooh, ooh. Oh, I don't know. Ooh. I saw. Um, He's going to sound better than all three of us if we get out. True. There. Is he? I, <laughs> we haven't harmonized yet today. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we get in my car and drive around and do some karaoke? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, saw, like, I saw McCartney at the Bowl. I don't know, five years ago, six years ago. He mm-hmm. sounded fantastic. Sounded great. Yeah. That, is that the one when Christy said it was way too long? What is Every, wrong with that woman? I guess everything must be too long for Christy. Where does she got to be? I don't know. What is recording a podcast too long? Really? Concert, she thought McCartney long. was too long? Might be the only time you ever see him. Yeah, I'm good with just 90 minutes. By the way, <laughs> you have a hard out at the Hollywood Bowl. You cannot record, or you cannot play 11 past yeah, 11 or yeah. else you get fined. But he started the show at 5. Oh, I see. <laughs> you the, know, the, the day before? Yeah, we saw somebody leave before 11. Holland Oates. Holland Oates called it. Yep. Oh, really? That was yeah, the one yeah. where he yeah, they bailed he on two out. songs, and I was okay with it. Really? They bailed well, on two songs. Daryl sounded so terrible. They bailed on uh, "Rich Girl" and "Kiss on My List." Yeah. Really? Oh, That's you can't squeeze those in. You get a, oh, the wow. guy was having a pissy night. Yeah, for he sure. was angry. Yeah, he was angry. Well, I'll tell you who looks great since it's all guys here. Nancy Wilson looks incredible. I was going to thought you were going to say Christy Stratton. So, what about the? Uh, the songs that totally Anne's voice and she can't hit those notes. Is there a well, guest singer? It, it's her, it? it's her band called road case Royale. And she has a, I think the woman's name is Liv Warfield who was in um, Prince's new power generation. So okay. she's oh, wow. a fucking killer. Yeah. And you're going to see her. I already did. I saw oh, her last, was uh, it, it was, it was a great show. Where'd she play? Played at the Rose in Pasadena. Oh, okay. I've never been there. Yeah. The Rose Bowl. Me either. Not the Rose Bowl. <laughs> Very huge uh, difference. Eighty thousand seat tickets like, still available. Yeah. <laughs> this this close to her coming in. Oh, wow. yeah, that'd be nice. He's holding very, up the length of his cock. Yeah, yeah. So very, very short. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cock talk. I went to see. I went to, talk. Talk. Yeah, I went to the Hollywood talk. Bowl on Sunday. That's a good podcast. Cock talk. Cock talk. <laughs> I went to Hollywood oh, Bowl. Oh, don't think on. there isn't one already. Sorry. Go ahead. You I'm went to sorry. the Hollywood Bowl. Yes. The guy barely gets out. He's Come on. This is, the, this is the first podcast I've done since heart surgery. I thought you and Graham no. recorded in the in Oh, the hospital. yeah. That, I take that back. That's true. We recorded in the hospital, and then I recorded one when I got home. Okay, so you're lying So I'm still. lying. Yeah. So, and I didn't even go to the Hollywood Bowl on Sunday. <laughs> I was making that shit up. I went and saw Father John Misty. Back to Father John Misty. I texted, I texted Christy and I said, my first concert since heart surgery. And she's like, who are you going to see? I'm like, Father John Misty. And what did she say? Lame. Lame. <laughs> now, does a Father John Misty sell out the Hollywood Bowl? He he packed it. That's for that's sure. Great. Wow. That's, that's for sure. Crazy. He packed it. And it would, they all came to see him because Gillian Welsh uh, opened 
And is it Gillian or Jillian? Gillian. How do you know that? Because um, I've been a fan of hers for a while. All right. And um, she was hard. I, I felt bad. She just, that venue was way too big because it's just her and David yeah. Rawlings, two mm-hmm. acoustic guitars. And it's probably still light out when she's it's up still there. light out. Oh, People, the worst. I mean, the place didn't pack until five minutes before Father John. Were they just plugged into like amps sitting on stage? No, just the microphones. They didn't even have an amp. They put their acoustics through microphones. Oh, boy. And I I like her a lot. And David Rawlings is an amazing guitar player, but they just were not filling that with sound. And people were talking. Did you have good seats? No, they weren't too Garden box? No, no. They were free. Actually, Stephen Brophy gave them to me for free. Oh, that's nice. He's a nice guy. But man, Father John Misty was... Ama- like you gotta you gotta it's true you gotta dig what he's doing mm-hmm. or you are not in about four mary had heard a couple songs and never seen him and about four songs into it she goes this is weird right did <laughs> 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 you stay for the whole show oh yeah absolutely did and it, it did it win her over it did it finally won her over it finally won her over she played he played some songs that he played on letterman and stuff that she had seen and so that that finally won her did over. you get mary a t-shirt that she's gonna no, wear no, every day no no <laughs> Leave on, leave on the uh, washing machine. As a matter of fact, we clean this podcast table with that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call his fans? The Misty Sissies? No, they call them? Yeah. Doesn't rhyme. That's oh, like close. Hold on a second. Wow, uh, you're reaching for that. We 11, can edit that out. 11.49, that's when that comes in. No, that stays in. That stays in. <laughs> you don't know anything about it. That stays in. But if you know what he did say, which is funny, is first of all, he didn't talk. Oh, so it's a comedian. He's a funny guy. No, but it was just funny. And well, he's just he some of some of talk to the crowd at all. He didn't talk to a crowd at all. Until, and I leaned over to Mary. I go, I bet he doesn't talk until the end. And he didn't talk to him at least until twelve songs. And then he says, and "You he, suck." And he just said, "Thank you." Wow. And that was said, it. Thank you. And then, but I, I think, would call that guy someone without stage presence. No, he had amazing stage presence. Without talking? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Let's the music do the talking. But absolutely, Aerosmith style. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. But he came out. At, uh, after Acknowledge the that we're here. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> I know, talk to us. Something. But that's kind of something. That's kind of like that. That's his character. That's that pompous, arrogant. You know. Wow. I want to change the world with my music. Bullshit. That okay. I, by the way, you were talking me right out of him. By the way, I despise that and every other artist, but I fucking love this. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but then he came out at the end and he said. You know, before the encore, he said, you know, he came out and said, thank you. And he said, when I was growing, you know, all those years I dreamed about sharing a marquee with Gillian Welsh. Um, I had a less stupider name. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not his real name. No, his name's Jay Tillman. What's wrong with Jay Tillman? I don't know. It's a little hook, a little hook in this. Are you going to remember was... Jay Tillman or Father John Misty a lot uh, better? And he no, was... but what do you, who do you hate more, Father John <laughs> Misty or Jay Tillman? He was Tillman when he was a uh, drummer for the Fleet Foxes. Mm-hmm. Last night was uh, Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper. Did you go? Oh, to, did you go to that? No, I saw people a lot of a lot of people posting. Two nights they get two nights in a row there. Oh, they're doing two. Yeah. Oh, we could all go tonight. I could not get. I tried to get free tickets. I could. Oh, not really? Go. I bet. Yeah. I bet we can get some cheap tickets. Yeah, I can't go tonight. Okay, me either. All right, I'll see you guys there. <laughs> did you guys hear the news today? Uh, the day of recording, June twenty sixth. News came out today. Oh no! Is it one bad? of one of Pop's longest running feuds appears to be over on Monday? Oh yes, Ray <laughs> Davis. I'll say it the English way. Ray Davis, frontman of the Kinks, revealed that the band would be reuniting for the first time in more than twenty years. They're recording an album right now. That's awesome! Isn't that great? Here's what he says. Let me find out. Making Pat's part. year. Oh yeah, my god! Sure. It's so good. Wait, let me see. So they're uh, going to a tour then. Uh, he says it would uh, three, make sense. three dates into it until they fight and yeah. the whole <laughs> thing. He said, uh, right now, punches thrown in the tour bus. <laughs> he had been working in the studio with his brother Dave Davis and bandmate Mick Avery 
which had led to a resolution between the two uh, warring members. Davis uh, said that the group were making a new Kinks album. Mm. And then he said, the trouble is the two remaining members, my brother and Mick, never got along very well. To which my wife said, I thought Ray doesn't get along with Dave either. I'm like, yeah. So, hmm. and then she pointed out, maybe Dave's a problem. Yeah. I wonder what the problem is. Uh, he said, uh, I've made it, I've made that work in the studio. They're all fired up and they're playing harder and with fire. So. Well, don't eventually you yeah. come to an age where you're going, okay, if we all tour solo, we're going to play tiny clubs. Yeah. Uh-huh. If we're kinks, we, yep. you know, we'll, we can play yeah. a nice room. We'll make, we'll all make more money. Yep. I think their one mistake is going on tour with Oasis. I think that's a bad call. <laughs> It's not a good. Idea. I think that's a bad idea. Uh, the Brothers in Arms tour. Uh, Ray said that he was inspired by the Rolling Stones' recent European tour, and he said, uh, "He said our tour won't be as organized as the Rolling Stones. Uh, the Kinks will probably just play the local pub." Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm I'm in. I like the fact that that Rolling Stones tour was the one that inspired him, not the 30 tours yes, exactly. that have happened since they maybe, broke maybe up. Maybe he never saw any. Maybe this is the one he saw. <laughs> All right. All right, before we get started, I want to uh, play a quick ad for the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. Oh. Uh, Chris from Decibel Geeks is a, is a friend of the show, and I told him that I don't I think would, Chris likes me. I would. Why not? He, al- he always uh, says I don't give 80s metal the, the proper props it's due. Does that All make right. sense? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean he doesn't like you. Eh, he also says asshole in oh, the emails. Okay, he so, doesn't like you. All right, so here's a little promo for the uh, Nashville Rockin' Pod. And now, a word from our sponsors. Still love it loud? So do we. Rockin' Pod returns to Nashville on Saturday, August 25th. Over 25 rock podcasts from all over North America. Recording on-site. Vinyl and memorabilia dealers selling the best in rock merchandise. And awesome rock musicians and personalities participating in signing (laughs) sessions and on-stage panel discussions throughout the day. Special guests include current and former members of Korn, Kiss, Angel, Winger, Loudness, Except, Bangs. Dango, Kick Tracy, as well as producers that have worked with Slayer, Ozzy, Alice Cooper, Seven Dust, and many more. More guests being added weekly. Don't miss your chance to be part of an awesome celebration of all things rock. Rock and Pod takes place at the legendary Nashville Palace, August 25th, 2018. More details available at rockandpod.com. That's R-O-C-K-N-P-O-D.com. The Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. Brought to you by Blind Tiger Record Club. School of Rock Nashville and School of Rock Franklin, a DBG Productions event. Speaking now of back to the show. Speaking of not giving uh, '80s props to uh, Metal Axe, there you go. There was yeah. a whole list of them right I know, there. That's the guy. As long as Bang Tango is going to be there, we, we, we got to go. Kick Tracy, come on. Uh, I don't know who's playing guitar over that, Chris, uh, but that guy was great. Are you doing? <laughs> Shredding is Rock Solid going to be there? No, I invited to go as I was last year, but I, I can't. It's it's right around the time Ezra's going to college. Okay. I just can't make it work. All right. So I called and let him know that. All right. I oh. think Courtney Cronin is involved in Decibel Geeks, isn't she? I don't know. Is she? I have no She's idea. She's a friend of the show, a friend of ours. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, she might be. Maybe you give a 80s metal a chance and she'll be your friend. She's a good friend. It's weird that she's the 80s metal girl, but yet her favorite band is Crowded House. I know. And the Finn brothers. I've seen her at uh, a number of... Uh, Every one of them, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, Crowded House and Neil <laughs> Finn when he's in town. I always run into her there. Hold on a second. Oh. Kyle, are you going to say anything today? <laughs> <laughs> did we introduce ourselves? Yeah, we, yeah, we, we did. We did? At the, yeah. at the top. But Kyle, you didn't say a thing. <laughs> Kyle's not here. Kyle's not here. We're doing this during the day, so mm-hmm. that guy's got to work. Working. 
All right, Kyle's the, not here. Topic Kyle's, today, hey man. man Kyle's Kyle, not here, Kyle's man. Here, man. <laughs> topic today is easy because I wanted us to be able to put this together quickly while Siegel before Siegel goes back to the boats with Steubing. <laughs> really, that's and before you back need to, to the boats before you need to go in for a checkup. I know before I go back in, bad into yeah. your hospice here. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, uh, so the topic is uh, 1978. We're gonna play. 40 years. And 40 years wow, ago. I didn't Perfect. do the math. Yeah. Yeah. 40 years. I was uh, 14 in 78. What about you, Mike? I was 11. 11. What about you, Mike? Just 11. born. Just, that's not true. <laughs> no, I was You had heart surgery. You, you must three. be 75 years old. <laughs> I was, I know. You were three I in started, 19, you weren't three in 1978. I started cardio rehab this week. How do you do that? It's it's basically a little gym and then they and put then you, some of this and they put like EKGs on your chest and they mm-hmm. stick you on the treadmill and yeah. them just make sure your heart is getting oh, stronger. Like the six million dollar man. Yeah, absolutely. I we made that joke four him. times and nobody Did you, liked it. No one, but no, they don't know it. Not they're, at all. They're, mm-hmm. they, all the doctors, they're too I, young for that show. I, get, I start doing, I, do, 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 do. they don't even, they don't yeah. understand. I am literally the youngest, 35 by 35 years. Get ready for some cock 85 talk. year old people in this place and me. Yeah. And me. You should tell people that you're 85. <laughs> doctor did a great job on You got to get this surgery. The doctor did this. great. I looked horrible. Now I look like I'm uh, in my 40s. <laughs> my, my first day there, like all the, like there's five nurses who work there. Like mm-hmm. four of them were just talking to me yeah, the whole na, 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 time. Na, 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 na. And I was like, what's up? Mer still got it. And then I just realized, oh no, they just don't want to talk to an 85 year old guy. No. Mm-hmm. They're just sick of talking to 85 year old people. Maybe this guy might have something in common with us. Right. Maybe. <laughs> Some earlier reference. Do you like Father John Misty? <laughs> I was going to say cock talk. That's the exact uh, noise yeah. my penis makes when I get an erection. Why are you so dirty today? What is happening? You come in there. I don't like to be dirty in my own house, but here I'll be crazy. Apparently, you don't swear in front of your kids, but you told my kid to fuck off. I did not say that. How come you've never hung that U2 thing on the wall? Do you see anything on these walls? No, but I mean, there's so many spots for it. I don't know. I just have Right there is perfect. I would have brought a hook and a nail. That's where I'm going to hang it, is right there. You can tell it on the it's side right next wall to it. or yeah. on the front wall here. But I have like four things I need to hang. I would have brought uh, I would have brought a nail and some, uh, well, more than one nail and a hammer. One nail hanging. One I would wall. have brought a bunch of hammers and one nail. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a I got a great endless summer uh, thing I want to hang. I yeah, got a, yeah. I used to work for Fuel TV. They gave me a great skateboard deck mm-hmm. with the logo right. on it. Name drop. That. Name drop. <laughs> Name drop of a network that doesn't exist <laughs> yep. in five years. Okay. <laughs> 1978. How old, how old were you in 1978? Uh, one, two, three, five. You were five in 1978? Yeah. Is that right? Uh, Are you six years older than him? Could be. Yeah. All right. Well, you look terrible. <laughs> I just had heart surgery. What do you want? Speaking of looking terrible, Siegel came over and visited me the night I got out. I know. Yeah, he looked really like? bad. Then. How did I look? Well, I mean, you were you were walking yeah. slowly. Was he, uh, was he like groggy and stuff? Oh, Yeah. He was nodding off yeah. every so often, was like at like, the table, like a heroin addict. What if totally. he just started yelling about how he hates the Jews? Because <laughs> he he's, has drugs in his like, system. Like I came out. Well, they gave, you the, gave you the truth serum, did they? <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, I can speak Japanese. Hey, also. what? Yeah. I know Kung Fu. Right. What? <laughs> but I was, you said I look really skinny now. I was like, yeah. I was like 165. Yeah, you were like, thin. I was emaciated. Yeah. And Mary, like my mom brought me a, a stocking cap to wear mm-hmm. for after surfing yeah. and I put it on and Mary's like, Matt, get rid of it. You look like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. Lose <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> oh, he looked and great a, in that movie. So thin. Yeah. And, and a scarf. You're wearing a scarf, <laughs> scarf. Too, everywhere. And then you planted one on Antonio Banderas. <laughs> 
All right, uh, Murray, you brought 21 songs. Mm-hmm. Mike, you brought 15. But and only because I thought maybe there would be, I thought there'd be some crossovers. crossovers. Right. By the way, 1978, and Pat and I were talking it's about great. this before the show. If you're into punk, it's your best year. Yep. If you're into Pat Francis music, yep. it's your best year. If, if you're, you're into disco, yep. mm-hmm. it's your best. It's the, what an amazing year for music. It's pretty great. It's pretty. What do you we, think was we better? We did a seventy-seven. Yeah, what episode. Do you, what do you think was better, seventy-seven or seventy-eight? It's tough. It's close. It's close. They're very similar. It's two hot years for music. Now, there a few songs I brought. The singles were released in seventy-eight, but didn't come out until seven. The album didn't come out until seventy-nine. Mm. I'm not going to split hairs. I'm okay. I would, but I'm, that's, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> that for Pat because Pat yeah, is super. I anal. said albums were released in seventy-eight. It's fine. Oh, you did? Yeah. I don't remember. You didn't read any one. Of it. One of the side either. effects of open heart surgery is short term memory loss. Oh boy! And you already had that. So now, I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You want to go for? You want to introduce your first song? Sure. This is <clears throat> the only song I own by these guys. I don't know anything else, but I love the song. It's by Sniffing the Tears. Ooh, this is Driver's Seat. I remember this one. Yeah. From the album Best of Sniffing the Tears. Why else would I not <laughs> buy it? It's got one song, got one song on it. It's a, it's a 45. That album's got 18 songs on it. Really? <laughs> Is that like greatest hits, parentheses, in comparison? <laughs> like well, what that's, why, that's why I always did like that um, uh, Jimmy Buffett called his greatest hit. hit. Apostrophe yeah. or yeah. Uh, brackets. Yeah. yeah. S. At least that's the first song on the CD. Cause, right. Yeah. I believe that's uh, it's on the Boogie Nights soundtrack as well. Probably is. Ah, probably is, yeah. But I don't know anything about that band. I don't, and I didn't even do any research. Usually like if I pull something up, I'll yeah. do a little research for it. I didn't do any research. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Oh, maybe really? maybe one of us prepares for the show. <laughs> hey, I brought all the equipment. Here. Okay, he wouldn't all even right. hold the door for me. <laughs> I literally did this. The how long how long we planned this? Uh, just a, a, two days ago. Two day, three days ago. Yeah. I two or three days. I woke up this morning and I'm like, oh, I didn't put any songs together. Like I was just yeah. like, all right, cool. I'm podcasting on Tuesday. Made plans, Mary. We're gonna be podcasting on Tuesday. <laughs> doing rock solid. Blah blah blah. Oh shit! I have oh, put, songs put some together. songs together. Well, it just so happens that '78 is all over our iTunes collection. I know, sure. it's, yeah. it's great. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go next, just because okay. I like to go in alphabetical. I'm not clockwise. alphabetical, clockwise. You said alphabetical. I did say clockwise. <laughs> yeah, said clockwise. I went like that. I made that. You made the circular thing. motion. Well, this means alphabet to me. Oh, okay. You don't get. You guys don't know American Sign Language. This is alphabet. Oh, right. I have actually heard that like kids now they don't know that what the clockwise means because they don't look at. I swear, my clocks. kids can't tell time. Really? I don't think. I won't doubt an, it. On an analog clock, I'll go, what time is it? And Rita will go, it's not time yet. I'll go, honey. <laughs> time for you to drive me don't somewhere, pull, Dad. Don't pull That's- a pat. Oh. <laughs> All right. This is a, a little rocking piece to Tom Petty. Although, who knows? Maybe the, everyone in Sniffing the Tears is dead. We don't know. We don't know anything <laughs> about point. that band. Good Was point. this debut album? No, this is, uh, this is the, uh, the sophomore album you're gonna uh, get it you're gonna get it which i like better than the debut sure are and, you gonna play my favorite song ever uh, this is uh when the time comes no well <laughs> speaking of hollywood bowl i saw tom petty in the heartbreakers at hollywood bowl i have tickets to one? see them next year did you see the last concert no this is a few years ago i'm gonna go see the next time they come through good call <laughs>
Yeah, I love that album. Right, yeah. go up to that white line. Go up to that line right before the white line. You got white that's line a, fever. Uh, I, that's cocaine, right? White line fever. sugar, baby. Listen to her heart. One of my favorite songs. Oh, that's a great all song. Time. That's it's a one great of those song. desert island. What is that mental patient song? Yeah, that you, have? you just like, listen to it over. What I could never not get tired. What have you ever heard this entire album? This whole album's fantastic. Oh yeah, Magnolia, Hurt. Um, the title track, you're going to get it. That's all I can remember okay. off the top of my head. I don't mind working the board when it's people I know. But when, right. when, when I had to do this and interview... You get nervous? Fee Wave, you're scared sucked. Fee Wable is going to punch you out? And I don't know if I I'm ever... I'm not coming to the fucking valley! <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I ever... I probably told this before. When I recorded with Stuart Copeland, none of the music recorded. Which oh, is, right, yes. And I had to put it... I mean, we you heard it. it all back in? Yeah, but that's better than the other way. Yeah, right? yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, let's jump to Mike Siegel's playlist. All right, I'm going to go... Mike, I've noticed all your songs are from 1978. No, hmm. Unlike somebody else at the table? <laughs> no, everyone's good. Okay. Uh, this was a debut album. I'm sure we all remember that it just blew everybody away because I'd never heard a guitar sound this way. And we all just sat around going, how's he doing that with his guitar? Yep. <laughs> So these, this is the debut album from Van Halen. Oh, yeah. Remember the first time you heard this and you're just like, what is that? Listen to that. It's probably one of my favorite Van Halen songs. Mm-hmm. It is great. One of my favorites, too. It's like that Hendrix didn't sound that way right. and all these other things. Breaking stuff. That's Great really song. again. I've said it before. That's that's really my favorite type of a band where it's just guitar, drums, bass, mm-hmm. vocalist. Maybe the vocalist picks up a guitar once in a while. I don't like that. But I would rather just the vocalist be the vocalist. Yeah, I don't. Every once in a while, Bono picks up a guitar. Yeah. and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like. Robin Zander plays a lot of guitar <laughs> yeah. lately, and not I'm not fan. down with that. Just sing your ass off. Yeah. Were you one of those guys that flipped out when Jump came out and Eddie shouldn't be playing keyboards, man? That's like a mental patient song for me. I really Jump. Do. I still Jump? love Jump. Really? So I know I really That's do. That's the song that broke the band up. I love it. <laughs> David Lee Roth, like you're a guitar hero. You don't want nobody wants to see you play the keyboards. But that's such. And a, David Lee Roth was a nut job, and so was Eddie. Oh, of course. I feel like that's such a such a a great Dave song though and the video is so iconic and Dave gets to jump around like a jackass yeah they seemed like they were having fun seemed sure yeah they had us fooled didn't I bet, they? yeah, yeah but he didn't hate it as much when it went number one yeah. right asshole being, <laughs> enjoy your 10 million albums sold being billionaires is such a pain in the ass oh, oh man you ruined it gotta live in my Pasadena mansion forever <laughs> because of two albums <laughs> that was also uh, sampled for uh, Tone Lokes which wild one? thing was it a wild bump, thing or was it a bump, funky cold medina bump, bump, bump. i can't bump, recall bump, which bump. one it was but yeah was you're saying you're saying um ain't talking about love was yeah ain't talking about i love. thought jamie's crying oh was, you might be right jamie's crying and that just, yeah, yeah, be right. i'm sorry and that just makes me <laughs> this just literally I'm happened brilliant. to me on uh friday or whatever this weekend a friend of mine we had drinks on main street in santa monica wait that wasn't jamie's crying no it is jamie's crying but that song. No, he played. played Ain't Talking About Love. Oh. There was two, two guys in suits 
Okay. Just total douchebag types. Sure. Right behind us at the bar, one of them says, literally, we just brought, hey man, just sign Tone Loke. And we're just listening to, and then the other guy, yeah, up top, the high fives, Uh, and I'm just like, oh, he just signed Tone Loke just now, and just like saying it loud, yeah, dude. And they're going after him for 30 years. Oh man, wild thing. Didn't you want to turn around and go, good job, dude? 2018. Well, thank God, because I have a bar mitzvah. I need to book, Uh, and if you need to, what? What just if, sign Tone Loke. What if those, just sign them bragging if, about it. What if those two guys are recording a podcast right now and they're talking about the two douchebags that were sitting in front of them? <laughs> <laughs> talking about music from 78. <laughs> you should have turned around and said, just sign Biz Marquis. Yeah. What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? Was Young MC. You got him on the roster too. <laughs> and I love that Young MC album. That Young MC well, album sure. is great. Taking a meeting with MC Hammer this now, week. And I'm sure Tone Loke is doing, they're they're both doing corporate work and, you know, and if did, you put, like hire him to do a party, Tone come Loke, and do one song. Tone Loke was actually doing stuff with presidents of the United States of America for a while. Mm-hmm. Up in, because uh, I think they're both from Seattle, I think. If you put Cisco and MC Hammer and Young MC and Tone Loke and a bunch of those people that have like- Oh, you package a tour. Two sure, three, they do it. Two or three songs mm-hmm. and you just, you just hire a band that plays in one DJ and one band to play every, and they just come out. That would be a hit. Well, your, t- your timeline's really off though with Cisco. Yeah. Cisco didn't hit till like 2001. I was just thinking because he only has one song that I know of. You're thinking racism. No, I'm thinking I'm thinking the thong song. Thong, 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 thong. I always think of the up in the air, you know, the George Clooney movie when they crashed that little corporate event and young MCs playing, they're singing Bust a Move and then it's like, yeah, that's what he Dude, they had Lee on that album, man. Breaking out that bass. No, he was up. You're up. I'm up. I'm going to skip go. number two and go to number three. Really? Why? Yeah. Are you going to Are you going to never play number two? No, I'm going to go back to number two. All right. That's what it is. Because okay. this is an interesting story. Howard Devoto wanted to have the Sex Pistols come play in their club. So they formed a band called the Buzzcocks. Okay. Invited the Sex Pistols come up to play. The Buzzcocks opened. The Sex Pistols played. In that uh, audience, Morrissey. Uh, uh, I forget the guy's name, lead singer who went on to form uh, Simply Red. Uh, members of Neil Hucknall. Hucknall. Am I saying it? Is yeah, it Neil? So, yeah, might not even not, be Neil. It's not Neil, but Hucknall. Maybe Mick? Mick, Mick Hucknall. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kyle, Mick, look it up, please. <laughs> members of uh, who went on to form Joy Division, two guys who went on to form The Fall. Right. And one guy went on to form the, the Happy Cure. Mondays guys, probably the Happy Mondays guy, the, the, and the guys who started, the whole entire Manchester scene, the guys who started Factory Records were there, went on to start Factory Records, went all because of this one concert. Yeah. There were the 24 hour people. party people. And there were, were 30 people in the audience. Then there were 28 f- of them. Five audience members that never did a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is the album came out. This is the Budcocks, Buzzcocks, Ever Fallen in Love. I think Nevermind the Buzzcocks is, is still on the air. As a, it's a game show. It's a quiz show in BBC on the BBC. Oh, really? It's been going on forever. 
And it was, you know, just, and now most, most people growing up now, like young people know the Buzzcocks because from, the game show. from the game show wow. and they didn't even know it was a band. What's never mind the Buzzcocks? It's just a trivia game, like a game show on the BBC. <laughs> Who hosts it? Don't know. But they tried Mark, to do a version was here. Mark Maron. Mark Maron hosted the American. Tried, yeah. That's it. That's it. Mark Maron hosted the American version. Mm-hmm. Did they call it the same thing? Never mind the bus. I think they, they it, did. They try called to. it what the fuck. <laughs> they we, wanted to name thinking? it something American. Never mind the B 52s Yeah, I wonder why it failed. Maybe it was Mark Maron's attitude. <laughs> it seems pretty warm and inviting guy. <laughs> <laughs> Come over to the garage. Pre- yeah. the, President Obama did. Yeah, we have cats. <laughs> um, since I just saw Nancy Wilson solo, I wanted to play a heart song. So. Let's uh, let's hear a little straight on. Dedicated to Maurice. Was Dreamboat? This wasn't Dreamboat Annie. It's from uh, Dog and Butterfly. Dog and Butterfly. The production is amazing. can sing man now, does it nancy wilson play this in concert live they now? did play this yeah okay it was great sounded great did she play any stuff from almost famous no from that band no she, they, <laughs> it, it was they played a, a few river dog no yeah. fever dog fever dog they played a few road case royale songs and then all of it were the hits of heart right that's how it was born. i am not a fan of heart I'm not a, especially the early Neither stuff. Suzanne Dillingham does not like heart. Suzanne Dillingham and I are, are like soulmates hmm. um, when it comes to music. Um, but so you're I heartless. Say, is I, what will you're say, I will say this: like you can't. There's you said the production. There's if you listen to it, you can't tell me that was 78. I can't tell you that was 78. Like it doesn't. Ha- it's not time stamped from time its stamp. period. Oh, that's good. You that's could good. drop that in almost any era, mm-hmm. and yeah. you could say, oh, that's from that era. I don't know how they produce it where every inst- everything is out in front. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like everything's out in front. Bass, drums, mm-hmm. guitar, right, vocals, right. everything. Although I do like the 80s for the 80s uh, heart. Heart? Yeah. What about love? Yeah, all that, like that, all that, all that cheesy stuff. Ugh. I love it. When they sing it now... And it doesn't have that 80s sheen on it. It it sounds great. The songs are good songs. Like yeah. when they do a stripped that down production. version of What About Love or Alone. Right. Alone is an amazing song. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one with that high note at the end? Yeah. She's got to hit the she's gotta hit that That's high a big note. note. Yeah. One night when so I... So Nancy can't do that one. That's a real and. They didn't do that one. Yeah. They didn't do that one. But um, uh, one of the last times I saw them perform live, uh, you could physically, you could see and give Nancy a look like... I don't think I'm going to get that note tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. And she <laughs> almost got it, but, and then they just kind of laughed. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, we're 70. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you got for us? All right. I'm I going, know because I'm looking at it. Yeah. I'm going back to England, kind of in uh, the vein you just played, All but right. uh, second album from Elvis Costello. Many people think it's his best. Some people say Armed Forces. I'm going to say this one. Yeah. So it's from this year's model and this is this year's girl. Hmm.
Listen to that bass. First album with the uh, attractions. Yeah. yeah. I saw Steve Naive sit in with uh, uh, Squeeze when I was last time I was over in England. Oh, lovely. Awesome. Lovely. So that's a great album. Pump It Up yeah. is on I that almost album. brought, uh, yeah, and so is uh, Chelsea, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't want to go back that. to Chelsea. Yeah. I almost brought, I don't want to go back to Chelsea. I don't want to go to Chelsea. Elvis did Parent, that. Parentheses. Yeah. I don't want to go to. <laughs> like he did that type of music for like the first three or four albums. Then he was like, I'm done doing that. I just do whatever I want. Now I'm going to get together with the Bronsky Quartet. <laughs> do whatever I want. I had that album he did with, uh, uh, who's this uh, cheesy songwriter? Uh, Burt Bacharach. Burt Bacharach. I have that. It painted by numbers or something. Painted by memories, I think. My mom just saw uh, Burt Bacharach in concert. But I asked my mom, I go, how was the concert? She goes, do you know who we saw? I go, I do know who we saw. And she said, yes, we saw Bart back. Uh, yes. <laughs> Bart. Did you? Did you? Is that Bert's brother? <laughs> How's he? Is he good? Is Bart, he talented? Bart Bacharach. Bart. <laughs> so terrible. But the album he did with Elvis Costello is really good. I, that, that's the album I used to put on when I'd have the ladies over. Oh. Yes. That's how I wooed my wife. Hmm. That's all it took, huh? Yep. Just one album. <laughs> I wasn't going to get her with my personality. <laughs> so we got to get some music in there. <laughs> Thank you, Bart. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of you know, le- leaning on the punk in this. It, I, list. Yeah, I've got a uh, Benjamin up in Canada is going to be very happy listening to this episode. So, what are we going with next? Let's go with uh, number four. I asked you the question Who are we? Are we not men? Are we not men? <laughs> what is the answer? We are Devo. Yes. This is Ohio the zone. This is the cover of the Rolling Stones Satisfaction. What? So good, so good, man. Fun. That's that's an album. That's a band that I always like. People are like, who's who's the who do you think you know needs to more airplay? It's always Devo. <laughs> it's just they're considered a one hit wonder, but they had so much. Oh, great they're music. not a one hit wonder by any means. No, they are. No, they're not. By the very definition, they're a one hit wonder. I don't think so. I think they have. Lots well, of define hits. what what a hit is. If it made the charts, it's only one. You know what? I guess any song that was on. Well, okay. If I, if I, I think they only had one top 40 song, therefore they're a one hit wonder. Yeah. If I know songs of, of a band from MTV, I consider that a hit for some reason. You know what I mean? But and you, I know so many Devo songs because but of you're MTV. Wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if, if I wouldn't bet money on what I just said, but right. I feel like they have more. I'm trying to, cause I, I'm trying songs. to, I'm trying to remember cause there was obviously the hit there. I remember seeing this video. I remember seeing we're through being cool. Working in a coal mine. Isn't it? I hit? don't remember that video. Whip it. No, whip it's That's the hit. Whip it's yeah. the only Working hit. in a coal mine isn't a hit? I don't think so. Well, I don't think not. it ever. All right. I mean, uh, they were a cult band. Definitely anything, a cult maybe. band. Even their album before Bob 2 died, like, what, five or six years ago, mm-hmm. was really good. Is it as good as Eric Carmen solo? <laughs> I think we're going <laughs> to find, find out. out. <laughs> Uh-oh.
Did Sean Cassidy do this in the same year? Yes. Same year. Yep. Sean really didn't do anything with it, except sing it exactly the same way. I can tell you what album my sister bought. (laughs) Yep. I almost brought in the Sean Cassidy version. I like the song. I love Eric Carmen. I like the raspberries too. But Sean Cassidy's, I think, charted. Yes. Yeah. And this one did not? I don't think so. I don't think I've ever heard this version. Well, now you have. Carmen, huh? Carmen. Devo, one hit wonder. Just looked it up. <laughs> Just <laughs> Rip it was her only hit. But I know what you're saying because Sinead O'Connor is a one hit wonder. Yeah. And she has amazing albums and amazing songs. So by our definition, they're not a one-hit wonder. By Billboard and everybody else who charts everything, hey, they're Chuck a one-hit Chuck Berry had one number one hit. Oh, really? And it was my dingling. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, welcome to Cock Talk. Yeah. <laughs> of course so that should was. tell you. That should I, tell you everything yeah. about just the charts. America has gone downhill since then. <laughs> yeah. That was, our, that was our shining moment when we made my dingling my number one. Ding-a-ling. And now we're in the fucking toilet. And the streak. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you got for us? Uh, well, uh, at this this is the year that Genesis went down to three people. Oh, did we? And we then a- there were three was the name of the album. And I brought this song that my girlfriend in high school loved and played the hell out of. And I haven't heard in a while. And then I went, man, this is a great song. It is a great tune. I think yeah. I brought it. Follow You, Follow Me. Yeah, I brought it. Mm-hmm. Why'd you turn me down? Didn't mean to. Turned you off. so safe. They were on like, oh, no, how are we going to replace Peter Gabriel? I think he did okay. I think, it, how about that guy behind the drums? I, I, maybe give that's, him a whirl. That's not even the first album with uh, Phil singing. No, no I need. I think the trick of the tail. I, I think, think Steve it. Hackett left. Yeah, and yeah that's that what made it. it. That made it. Is my microphone off? I don't think yes. you are. It's low. Talk it up a little bit. Say check, so. check. All right, oh, there, you there you are. There's a little short in that knob. Uh, no, yeah, it's that's the gain, and you have to turn them. With these mics, you have to turn the gain up really. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I would assume it would be the opposite way right i believe steve hackett was the one the last one to leave before they were yeah that's yeah and that that song is perfect setup for what they were about to do yes because after that and i think that closes that closes the album out too Mm kind of like okay this is what's gonna happen this is what we were and this is where we're gonna go and blow and and then it's peter gabriel out of the water (laughs) duke and then abacab yeah and then the genesis Self-titled yeah. one. Yep. That yeah. really exploded. Yeah. yeah and then with Invis- Illegal Alien. It's a song that's very <laughs> timely currently. And then Invisible Touch. Yep. Ooh, yep. that's where that's where uh, it checks out. I saw that's where I check out after that. I okay. love that album. Yeah. That's where I saw them on that tour at Giants. Stadium, I saw the Genesis tour, the self-titled fantastic. one. How was that? It was great. I mean, but they were <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they opened with Mama when I saw them. <laughs> uh, I, 
I guess we can sing. <laughs> Sounds just oh, like him. Paul Young opened that concert. Oh yeah, I, I saw that tour too. Oh, you saw that tour also? Yeah. You must have saw it in Philly. I almost Pittsburgh. brought. I, I almost brought a little Paul the, Young. At Three River Stadium, no longer there. What 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 date? Do you know offhand? No, I would have no. Because I probably saw the next stop because I saw him at Giant Stadium. My girlfriend at the time, her dad bought the tickets and just said, "Hey, I got these tickets. Do you guys like Genesis?" And just like a bunch of tickets. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll go to that. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, sir. Yeah, they were great. That was a great concert. Yeah. All right, what's up, uh, Murray? Am I, I see up? what you got. Yeah. All right, let's continue in the punk vein. Yeah. This is after. This is after. No, this is their first album. I'm sorry. This is the first album. This is my. I I would listen to this band. I listen to this band more than I listen to his original band, and I'm talking about Johnny Lydon. It's because there's more music to listen to. <laughs> well, it's better. I oh, think. Was this the first Public Image? Yes, album? and this is Public Image. All right, let's hear it. Too much bass. Hello, 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 hello. I like that. And being a fan of the Pistols, do you think I would have heard uh, more of it? Yeah, I've never heard that at all. Oh, I'll give you some stuff. I saw I saw Pill down at a, a place called Iguanas in Tijuana, Mexico, and it was I don't think it's there. <laughs> Were anymore. you on the lamb? <laughs> it was this really. Were you with Walla Voodoo when you saw that? <laughs> it's this great club that like they'd come through San Diego and then they would you know these big bands and they drop down to this bar and play and like everybody played there back in the day. Okay. And I saw them kind of at the end of that run and they opened with this song. And Johnny Lydon walks out, red hair, obviously, sticking straight up. Yeah. Red Reebok jumpsuit with shorts, same color as his hair. Red Reebok shoes, <laughs> same color as his hair. And a surfboard with his face spray painted on it. It was fantastic. It was wow. great. It All was right. awesome. I never knew he was a surf punk. He's not. <laughs> he oh, was, he was just making fun he of was just Yeah, I think, it was his, I, think right. I heard it was his brother's surfboard or something. All right. It was fan. It was great. What a you great show! Get a, you, you should get a surfboard with a picture of yourself on it. Got two. Kind of cool. I have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the next song I'm going to play actually isn't a song that I picked. This is from Daryl Asher. Oh, okay. Daryl's doing the artwork for this episode, oh. and so I said, "Hey, throw us a song." So uh, he wrote me. Uh, he wrote me about the song. So I'm, I'm going to read it to you. Uh, he says, "Don't feel obligated to read all this, but I'm going to read it." Oh boy. Okay. The song is from Queen, the album's Jazz, and the song is Let Me Entertain You. And he says, I have great memories associated with this song. I was 17 when I saw Queen at Kobo Arena in Detroit in 1978. Damn you, you got to see Freddie Mercury. Mm -hmm. uh, they were on tour supporting the Jazz album. Let Me Entertain You was the second song they played after a fast version of We Will Rock You. There are well, more well-known songs from the album, including Fat Bottom Girls, which I can't stand. Oh, really? I almost brought Fat Bottom Girls. I love that song. Bicycle Race. I eh. almost brought Bicycle Race. He said, eh. 
and Don't Stop Me Now, which is a great song. He can't I, stand I like, Fat Bottom Girls. I like all the songs that Absolutely. Daryl doesn't that like. That guitar in Fat Bottom Girls is amazing. Are yeah. you glad we read all this, Daryl, so we can make fun of you? Yeah. Um, it's Daryl. He's used to it. Boom. Boo, Daryl. This song is not as well known, so it deserves a little more attention, and I just, uh, and, and, and I just gave it. You're welcome. What was the third song he mentioned that was more popular? Don't Stop Me Now. Is that the song that That's was... That's a good one. Is that the song that was in uh, Shaun of the Dead? Maybe. During Maybe. that fight scene? Probably. Maybe. All right. I don't, Daryl, text me. Uh, let me know. Perfect song to uh, open a concert. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that was second song you said. Yeah, but I mean, we will rock you fast version, and then they go into this. Right. We will rock you. It's like, hey, we're here, and now it's like, okay, now we're gonna we're yeah. gonna rock you, and then we're gonna entertain we're gonna entertain you, you too, and then we're gonna and you know enjoy so you, your so fat you, bottom girls. So you so feel, feel you and then feel, we're gonna ride your bicycle. You feel that uh, the opening song is the second song in concerts. Yeah, really. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. You and I are disagreeing on a lot today. <laughs> Absolutely it is. All right. All right. The second, the first song doesn't. The closing, the second the song. closing song is actually the first song of the encore. <laughs> okay. Right. That's the end. That's right. when I leave. Absolutely. You'll meet the be. traffic. Mike, uh, your next song is a song that I, uh, I, I also have on my list. So. Okay. It was a, uh, the title song from uh, our man Warren Zevon. Oh. Came out this year. This is Excitable Boy. No. Well, he went down to Sunday best Excitable boy They all said And he popped the pot Roast all over his chest Excitable boy They all said It's like having Schmidt Over to your house for dinner <laughs> He's just an excitable boy He took in the 4 a.m. show At the Clark Excitable boy They all said And he bit the Asherette's leg in the dark Excellent saxophone. Mm-hmm. Great album. I've always said that Warren Zevon and I shared the same theory on going to the doctor. He didn't go until he was dying. And I didn't go until I had heart, heart, heart surgery. So I don't really recommend our theory yeah, <laughs> of no. going Maybe to the doctor. Checkups. Maybe a few physicals every <laughs> once in a while. That song was produced by the West Coast uh, Bruce Springsteen, Jackson, Jackson Brown. Brown. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and play my Warren Zevon that I brought okay. also. Do you want to hear? I brought two. Do you want to hear? They're both great. Lawyers, Guns, and Money or Johnny Strikes Up the Band? Uh, Lawyers, Guns, and Money. That's the one everybody probably knows, right? Yeah. All right. And Werewolves of London is also on this Yeah, album. he wrote that was the hit. That was the hit. I went home with a waitress The way I always do I think of Donald Trump Jr. now when I hear this song. <laughs> How was I to know She was with the Russians too I took a little risk 
things and money Dead, get me out of this Uh, as mentioned, Mike Siegel, mentioned by Mike Siegel, War, uh, Werewolves of London was on this album. He wrote it in 10 minutes, drunk, <laughs> sitting around a piano <laughs> with his buddies. It became his only number one hit. Yep. Uh, yeah. By the way, Mix Warren Zevon, one, one hit, hit wonder. wonder. I feel Werewolf. like he has more than that. <laughs> I really, um, why don't we just, why don't we recording a podcast for it? Why don't we get some beers just play this playlist out by the pool. I know this playlist is fantastic. It's great. <laughs> we can do it after. And it's all classic. There's no new. It's all, no, it's not true. We played McCartney. That's new. That's true. That That's new, true. new from a classic. Yeah. Uh, it's my turn? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, punk. They, hey. they started it no matter what anyone says. The Ramones. Road to Ruin, the first album with Marky Ramone. Yeah, I brought I'm Against It, so I don't need to play that. That's the, only, the only living Ramone from that lineup. Mm -hmm. And from the previous lineup, even though he wasn't in it, none of those guys are alive either. <laughs> Did you have uh, uh, Jesse from Degenerate on Jesse Malin? Yeah, yeah. But I, uh, did I do a show with him? Or, no, I went down with my buddy to do a show, with Je and Jesse Mallon was there, and my buddy opened it doing stand-up, and Jesse did an acoustic. And he told the story about hanging out with Joey Ramone one night, and uh, Bono calls him, calls up Joey Ramone, and says, hey, we're playing Saturday Night Live. Why don't you guys come hang out? Why don't you come hang out? Because he didn't know Jesse was there. Yeah. So Jesse Mallon and uh, Joey Ramone went down to Saturday Night Live. That's great. They watched the whole thing. They go to the after party, and uh, you know Joey Ramone didn't drink or anything. Yeah. And so... Um, Everybody's getting hammered or whatever. And he looks, Jesse turns around and looks, and he, Joey Ramone's got Lorne Michaels up against the wall going, Why don't you ever have the Ramones on said, We're, we're the New York band. Why we're, the, we're the band in New York. I why don't you ever him. have a mom? Why don't you ever have a son? Yeah. I don't know. Because Lorne Michaels is an idiot. Why, yeah, why wouldn't you have? Why I wouldn't, know. You know, maybe, maybe you give Billy Joel a rest once in a while in yeah. the 70s and put the Ramones on. I don't know yeah. why they never played Saturday Night Live. Because you got to get Ashley Simpson on there. <laughs> right. Lip syncing. Yeah. Lip sync. Uh, Mike, you're up. All right. I'm going to go with uh, back to the punk and, and back to uh, London. This is the biggest album from the jam. This oh. came out all mod cons. Oh, Mike with the jam. Great always. album. You knew I was going to bring it. I mean, if I'm going to bring anything from this one is like, album, this, this is, is like his one. Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, To Be Someone. On Rock Solid. Yeah. I said that to cover up my miscue. No, I understand. <clears throat> to be someone must be a wonderful thing A famous footballer, a singer, or a big field star Yes, I think I would like that To be rich and have lots of fans Have lots of girls to prove that I'm a man Number one. 
never heard that song. What? I've That's never, a great song. I've never heard it. Oh, so I have to give you, you have all my CDs. Why don't you go download it? <laughs> I don't think you have a jam CD I in do. there. Oh, you know what? I uh, I downloaded this one. You know yeah. why? Because I know that because it was password password protected. Oh, I had to go oh, right. make a, I had to find a, a Steal it. You'd steal it. Yeah. Is there, I'm going to throw this out to the listeners because Pat and I have talked about this. Is there a way to get the songs you bought off a different Apple ID? Does that make sense? Let's say you have Mike. I don't think so. Mike Siegel at gmail.com and you bought all this stuff and then you changed your Apple ID to funny Mike at Gmail and you can't get into those old songs anymore. Can you sign into iTunes with your old password and, and email have you tried that sign out of itunes well then all right I first of all i couldn't remember email. it maybe it goes by the well, it goes by the apple id what? yeah the oh, apple oh, id yeah, yeah. right and so you're at my, i don't know about you but your, your apple id is usually your email account yeah i think you'd have to buy it twice yeah i think so too if any of the listeners get you any, what yeah. you should That's do what you, what you should actually do are these on your laptop or are these on your big computer over there um your itunes no just in general you could probably, I mean, if it was on your laptop, you could probably go over to the Genius Bar and they could help you with that. Oh, that's a good question. These guys are so smart over there. It's like they're geniuses. Yeah. But if any of the listeners have any... getting new earbuds. Any of the listeners have any, like, clue to how to do that? Because every once in a while... Let us pop, know. Yeah, every once in a while just pop up. Post it. Also, what do I do about Christmas songs? What do you mean? I'll be, like, cranking my iTunes out by the pool yeah. and then all of a sudden uh, Merry Little Christmas comes you on. You can go in and, and unclick that playlist so that it won't appear in the shuffle. Unclick that song? Yeah, you can unclick it so that it, it's still in there, but it just won't play when you shuffle. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Because hmm. I've done that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you hate Christmas? No, but I don't like communists. Christmas. I don't like Christmas <laughs> at August by the pool. <laughs> you know, or like when a podcast will pop up. Yeah, yeah, that's Sometimes true too. That happens. Listen to that nonsense. I've, I've like had people over and I give them a, like a tour of the house and they come back here and I've left my iTunes on and my podcast is playing. <laughs> like, oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Themselves. Oh, all right. I just interesting. like to listen to my own voice all day. my own voice. What's your next Is that me? Yeah. Um, all right, we'll step away from the punk for a second. This is... God, I love this guy. Oh, I love this guy. I've said it before when they said, uh, music sues the savage beast. They were talking about Van Morrison's voice. You, sk- you skipped one on your list. Um, oh, I did. Well, let's play Wavelength anyway, since we're okay, here. We'll play it. Ready? Mm-hmm. Wavelength. On Rock Solid. <laughs> Are mixed a little bit high in well, the mix. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't care for that part. But they have had exceptional timing. Mm, they, they were on. They're on the money. They were there right on the right on the downbeat there. Uh, yeah. I tried to get a little bit of everything on my playlist. Uh, you know, I had um, you know, I had a bunch of stuff from 1978, and uh, and I have other stuff from 78. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to play a little prog rock bullshit. Oh, 78. Is it yes? No, Tell it's me actually uh, it's actually a band called UK. Oh, John Wetton, Eddie Jobson, Alan Hodsworth, and Bill Bruford on drums. Wow. This is from their self-titled album, UK. 
and uh, Rock and Peace, John Wetton. This is a song called In the Dead of Night. I am not at all familiar with this. Mm-mm. Pass. <laughs> Already. Oh, Already. Out. Gone. Gets the thumbs down. Siegel does not like prog rock. <laughs> what do you mean? I like uh, some. Rush. where the keyboard sprouts wings. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Where did you find that? That was not on the radio. I can tell you that much. No, no, no. I, uh, I, I, I have a lot of John Wetton stuff because I like Asia so much. So I just. Uh, What's his name? Paul Watson, the listener? He's the big progress yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to love that right I'm gonna, there. I'm going to read some text uh, between me and Mike Siegel from when I was at the, uh, at the Yes. <laughs> you went and saw Yes. At yes. the Yes concert. With one original one member? One original member. Actually, if we're going to be honest, no original members because oh, yeah, Steve Howe didn't come in until the third album, I believe. Uh, oh, hold boy. on a second. Let me see. Uh, Pass a Rooney. Absolutely. I said, I'm at the Yes show. And Mike said, I say no to that. <laughs> <laughs> I put lots of noodling uh, with an all deep cut set list so far. far. And Mike says, shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're trying to draw the smallest audience they can. <laughs> uh, and you said, and then he said, uh, no, John Anderson. I go, no, he's coming to the Greek with a couple other Yes alumni for an evening of Yes music. And Mike put, Jesus, what a mess. <laughs> and then I sent him a picture of the keyboard set up. And it, there's like so many. I goes, asked, oh. how, how many keyboards were on stage? Yeah, there, there was about eight. <laughs> eight. And then they had, then Tony K had his own, because they brought Tony K out for the last three songs. And he had a, he had something right out front. So yeah, Jeff Downs was working eight. And then But Tony, I didn't recognize anything until with the, the encore. Until right? the encore, yeah. It's oh, a, really? It was oh, a roundabout? Yeah. Roundabout? Yeah. And Did you look at the set list? He's, he's I sent told it to him. Me. Yeah. It's, Never it was heard all anything. deep cuts. Yeah. Yeah. But the, you know, the crowd of 80 uh, year old men loved it. And that one guy <laughs> with his shirt off? guy next to me jesus fucking christ you have the worst <laughs> luck with sitting next to people I'm at the concert you. especially when you take mike well i got hey, oh, i got uh, this is a good tune if this is what you're yeah i got to talk about a one-hit wonder yeah and i got a backstory with this guy afterwards so this is uh this guy did co-write the warrior yes scandal yes this is nick gilder oh wow child in the city dressed in black she's a hungry child always reminded me of riffraff from uh Rocky yeah, Horror Picture Show. Weird looking guy. No I always thought this was a girl. Yeah, a lot of people did. Did you find out when it was too late? I don't yeah. know where she came from what her game is. A child in the city. A child in the city. You can see a lot of silk dresses dancing, oh, yeah. dancing to this in the club. A lot of leisure suits. It's so funny. I, I love this song so much that I actually bought this album because I'm like, well, if I like this, I got to like the other songs and the album's not that bad. How right. many times has that yeah. theory bitten you in the ass? <laughs> it, it bites you in the ass a lot. A lot, but I right? Mean, if you, it, when a song is so good, you're like, come on, there has to be a couple more good songs on it. <laughs> so Nick Gilder from Vancouver, 
Mm-hmm. He was in a band called Sweeney Todd mm-hmm. in like 75. They had a number one hit in Canada and it didn't do anything here. It was called Roxy Roller. And it's another thing where it's like half the people in Canada thought it was a woman singing, right, sure. but it was a number one hit. And so he signed a solo deal. He took his like writing partner and he was replaced by a 15 year old. Oh, I know who it was. Brian Adams. Oh, the yeah. groover from, from Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. And no, you make fun of it that. He's not from Vancouver, but he actually did grow up in Vancouver. He was Maybe. born in Ontario, but he did. He's the Groover. And he was he's only in that band for, I think they, they cut one more album yeah. and it failed and <clears throat> Brian would, Adams left. I would love to hear that album. I don't think it's available anymore. Oh, you can probably the, dig it we up. we got a bunch of Canadian listeners. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Send me some Sweeney Todd music, people. Uh, use WeTransfer and the email address will be rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. From all you Canadians. I expect that to be there tomorrow. <laughs> I found Roxy Roller online, and I did number you one. Okay, did, did not right. care for it. Did not care for it. <laughs> Remember, they've got uh, Kim Mitchell is big up there, as is Loverboy. So <laughs> is Loverboy still big up there? I believe they are. I'm they got a remember. lot of Juno awards. Yeah, you know who's still big up there? Uh, April Wine. Yeah, they're I, huge. I yeah. hear. I hear because it's weird because you go classic rock radio in America say, plays ten songs. Classic rock in Canada plays just a different 10 songs. Yeah. So yeah. it was really, I'm sure everybody is like burned out on all those songs, but I was loving it. Well, it's a, it's a Canadian law. You have to play a certain amount of Canadian artists. Yes. I, I think he's, <laughs> that's, you're not joking. No, no that's, that's true. No, it's true. That's, that's why where, they get so much airplay up That's there. where Bob yeah. and Doug McKenzie came from Bloop. on SCTV. They had to do something that a. enriched Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they came sure. up with these two characters. It was fantastic. All right. Oh, you, I know what I wanted to say. Yeah. Speaking of the Hollywood Bowl and Pat Francis, my wife and I went on Sunday to see the aforementioned Father Tempesty. And before the show, they play what's coming up. You know, what's mm-hmm. what's coming up? Uh, you know, who's uh, coming up? Who, who's playing here on on August fourth? It's going to be yes. On September twelfth, it's going to be. And then it came up like November eleventh. It's going to be Christopher Cross. Michael McDonald. And Kenny Loggins. And Kenny Loggins. Got my tickets. And my wife goes, I know what Pat Francis is doing on that <laughs> night. <laughs> I don't have tickets for that, but I would go to that. I said I would go with you, man. Yeah. Christopher Cross has to open, though. That he's, is a Yacht Rock Festival Wait, right who there. was the third? Uh, Kenny Loggins. Kenny, yeah, I guess he's Kenny's close. Kenny's close, closing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know who's opening, though. When I saw that Yacht Christopher Rock. Cross would open, I think. think yeah, so? oh, yeah. Christopher because Cross um, Michael McDonald can sing the Doobie Brothers. Oh, that's true. Too. Yeah, yeah. When right. I saw that Yacht Rock band and then I was going over the 78 playlist, it's like, oh my God, half their songs are from this yeah, year. and yeah, like, Yeah, right. Thunder Island almost made the cut. I know, I didn't bring yeah, it either. It's a great song, though. I, think, I only didn't bring it because I played it a, uh, before on here. Yeah. Do you think when Michael McDonald plays a song and Amy Grant comes out to sing it with them, people are like, eh. They don't go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like when they have a surprise guest comes on, nobody's like, yeah. eh. All right, Christian. All right. Well, then in Minute by Minute came out this year. Did yeah. anybody bring any doobies? I didn't bring any doobies. Oh. I didn't bring the one uh, Steely Taking Dan it. song that came out in 78, which was FM. FM. Yeah. yeah. I almost brought that. What, was, right. that, what was on Minute by Minute? Minute, minute by Minute. Depen- was it Taking it to you? the street on that one? No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Dependent on you, okay. I think. Mm-hmm. I think I only minute have by what minute? Is it, the Minute by Minute's a great song. What is it? The Captain and Me? Is that the other album? I keep that? holding on. I think that's the only album I have. I don't know why, you know... If Kyle was here, he'd look it up. I'm not looking up anything. Sure. Something's wrong with my Google, too, for some reason. Hmm. I might have to reboot my phone. You got You're a song? Uh, yeah, let's go back to number six, please. Okay. This the 10CC. Uh, 10CC. What's the song? My favorite 10CC song out of the three I know. <laughs> this is, you know what? I'm trying to think. Dreadlock Holiday. Oh, yeah. I say, I don't like cricket. I love it. Oh, no. 
I've never heard this song in my life. Oh, really? Oh, come no, it's on, great. Really? Nope. CC. It's about getting mugged in Jamaica. Yeah. How can you not like it? I didn't say I, I love like it. it. I said I love it. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great song. You don't hear us like that staticking and redlining everything we say. Yeah, Is I'm pretty staticking myself. Way up. I don't know. I mean, gain look. shouldn't be up all the way. I don't think. Okay, I'm gonna turn One, it back. One, two, three. Turn it back so. a little bit. How's that? Yeah. Can you, what about you move the bottom? Check. Check. Now I'm off. Now I'm completely off. Okay. Now, well, what if you just then move this turn up? our headphones up and how's that? Check. One, two. I'm still off. You're not. I mean, I hear it. I can't hear me. I can hear you. I can't hear me. I still can't hear me. Can you hear yourself now? No. Okay, then that's you. You Can't hear yourself at all. No, it's got to be the headphones. I'm turning them up right now. No, No, I turned them on. They're on. No, they're off. Okay. No. What about that? Can you hear that? Now they're on. That was you. Oh boy. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. How's this? Try this. Sorry, Mike. Sounds good radio. Sorry, Mike. How's this? Really loud and fuzzy. Okay, and then I'm going to turn it back. One, two, three, check, four. Check. All right, that's good. Well, this think, is why Kyle's here. I think. Okay. It'll be that. fine. I guess so. Look, if the audio is a little hinky this week, uh, cut us a break. We'll yeah. run it through the level later. It's not, Mur- like, Murray, it's not like we're at Fee Waybill's house. Murray, yeah. Murray. I'm not going to the valley. Uh, when I played uh, two songs ago, when I played that Ramon song, I wanted I to say. I'll never get old. No. I'll never get old. <laughs> when I played that Ramon song, uh, that was a misheard lyric by me. When he says, eating chicken vindaloo. I didn't even know what chicken vindaloo was. So I thought he was saying eating chicken in the Louvre. Because <laughs> that sounds like something they, they, they would say. In the Louvre, the art museum? Yeah. Or in the Louvre, the uh, British toilet? See, now it sounds fuzzy to me. It's been sounding that way to me the yeah, entire time. Yeah, there's been a hum through the whole thing. Yeah. Looks like somebody's calling Jordan Brady. No, I'm going to post this the way it is. All right. I'm sure, it's fine. All right, this is from uh, Rick Derringer. Oh. It's from an album called Guitars and Women, produced by... Todd Rundgren, and the song is Guitars and Women. So here we go. Can I honestly say I've never heard it? Yeah, that's a good tune. Rick Derringer from the McCoys that we learned in the Burt Burns that's documentary. That's right. Hang on Sloopy. You didn't know that? I didn't know. Oh, really? Okay. I, I have to. Because uh, I loved Hang on Sloopy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you I, see the documentary? I have not seen oh, it. I sent it to you. You, you, sent, you, you sent it to me. Code. You sent it to me an hour after they stopped my heart still for six gonna hours. still going to work. You can yeah. go Could back to your email. Now? Why not? I'll check and yeah. see if it works now. You'd love it. It's really oh, good. I'm sure. i got to be honest. Any band that Todd Rundgren works with, I love that album. I just, I don't know what he does, you know, XTC, Skylarking. Oh, okay. Bat Out of Hell, of course. Sure. <clears throat> Cheap Trick, Next Position, Please. All right. Patty Smith, what one did he work on? Wavelength? Mm-hmm. Or Wave? Is it called Wave? Patty Smith or Smith? Wave. Smith. It's just Wave. wave. It's just Wave. 
Yeah, he's he's great. Gets the uh, love, bomb, love bomb I by the tubes. I love that album. I love. I think I mentioned to uh, in the XDC documentary. Andy Partridge talks about picking him as their because they needed a hit in America, or else Virgin America was gonna Virgin yeah. uh, Records was gonna drop him. They're like, use one of these producers, and he went like thirty of them. Like, no, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, I think I have one of his albums. We'll use him. Yeah. <laughs> Andy go. Partridge seems like a guy who you can work with easily. Oh yeah, seems like a really easy guy. Yeah, he seems with. fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he opens up his documentary with, "I hate rock documentaries." Yeah, <laughs> okay. terrific. Thanks, Andy. Uh, I have a I have a song here that maybe they weren't all gems from nineteen seventy eight. What? Fellas. Oh, is this a wait? This might be one that is not so great. What? Uh, You're telling me 1978 was not the perfect year for music? One hit wonders. There was a lot of crap if you uh, go through all years of the 70s and 80s. And now, basically every year is going to have some good music and uh, not so good. This is from a gentleman called John Paul Young. And I don't know if he had spent some time on the Lido deck of a uh, cruise ship, but this seems perfect. This is called Love is in the Air. Okay, let's let's see. Put on your dancing shoes. Not Paul Young. Hey, you! It's a seagull stinkeroo. <laughs> Love is in the air. Oh, I forgot about this song. Where I look around. Love is in the air. Every sight and every sound. Sounds like he's shaking a kid's toy. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm being fooled. Don't know if I'm being wise. But it's something that I must believe in And it's there when I look in your eyes Love is in the air In the whisper of you gotta get the. You gotta get the. Yeah, I know that. I song. don't hate it. I know that song. It was in. Um, they brought it back in. I think it was Strictly Ballroom, that dancing movie from Australia. Okay. And had a big uh, moment in there. I think they went to that. Kind of sounds like the love the boat theme. Yeah, that's what does. I mean. Yeah, it's it does. like you're on the Lido deck, baby. Thank you to Kevin Quinn for the Mike Siegel Stinkaroo theme song. <laughs> Hilarious, dude. Always I still good. laugh every time I hear every it. Every time. I think the first time I hear, I heard it, I laughed for five minutes straight. <laughs> I don't know why. So you just can't get enough Bart of it. noises are not my sense of humor. Hey, you. It's a seagull stinkaroo. There you go. just can't get it's enough of it. See what happens when you have a small boy in the house that farts? I Always know, funny. I know. Up until, up until my kid came along, I hated fart humor. But now I can't <laughs> do it. What's your next tune, buddy? Well, let me see. I screwed up on a couple of mine. So it turns out I really wanted to play uh, Con Plormont. Con Con Plan Pour Moi by Plastic Bertrand. All right. 77. Oh. What? Taking it right out of the list. What are we going to look at my list? Caplan. What? Caplan. I removed it. I just removed it. Sop. Trashed it. Put it in the trash. I thought that's how he sang it. I thought that's how you pronounce it. It's out of there. Caplan Pour Moi. All right. Let's go with XTC. Let's go with their first single. It's actually the title. That's a good song. It's a great song. It's the title of their documentary we were just talking about. This is Pop. XTC. Oh, we're right.
What do you think? Uh, I like it. Excellent. Oh, go. Yeah. Can you go from the beginning again? They ripped the uh, the chord off from a Hard Day's Night. Listen mm-hmm. to it again. The opening chord. Oh yeah, there it oh, is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's it. Famous. It's it. like some kind of E flat or I don't know. I want to some musicians get do do Sexy enough, minor. you call yourself a Beatles fan. You don't know the. I think I think George Harrison has ripped off enough people that the world have been like that. Uh, the uh, the Stones, the Who, and the Kinks all released albums in 1978. Who are you? I didn't bring it because I figured somebody would. I brought a song from that album. I didn't bring that song. But yeah, and I like all these. I like I love all these albums. I figured they, you brought every something off every yeah. one. I some didn't bring girl. some girls because I feel like I've played so much of it so many yeah, times. Yeah, we did a whole Stones. Yeah, I brought thing. some girls. But I brought um, from Who Are You? I brought Had Enough. I love the album Who Are You? Great album. That's great. That's a great opening line. I've had enough of being nice. <laughs> I love it. I love poor it. Poor Pete Townsend. Poor Pete Townsend. What do you mean, poor, poor Pete Townsend? Townsend? He wanted to be a guitar hero, man, and just just failed. Failed? Oh, absolutely. How? How do he's you think? He's a rhythm guitar player. He's the he only guitar player in that band. I know, but he wanted to be like an Eric Clapton and a Jeff Beck. and He did yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm he's just not, saying. Yeah. I'm he's just saying. Not, yeah, he writes great songs. Yeah, oh he's a God. great does, songwriter. Does Jeff Beck? Name he has a, some good songs. Name some Jeff Beck blow songs. Blow by Blow. I almost played Who Are You. What are we, Cock Talk again? <laughs> yeah. I almost played Who Are You just for the opening line, yeah, which is great. the Woke up in a Soho doorway, a policeman oh, right. knew my name. Yes. Said you could go sleep at home tonight if you can get up and walk away. I love it. Come on. Oh, good great. stuff, good stuff. Yeah, Jeff Beck can suck that line. What do you saying, think of that? I'm just saying, he wanted to be Eric Clapton. I think the, the worst Who song is better than the best Jeff Beck song. <laughs> oh, look, I don't know why you're pulling Jeff Beck out of that. I put Clapton in there also. Uh, repeating. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, I'm going to... You know, he plays very slow. They he, Clapton, they call him slow hand. He plays very slow. Mm-hmm. Back to cock talk. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what do you got for us? Uh, hey, oh, come on. Parallel lines. Great. Blondie. Their best album. Amazing. The Peak. <clears throat> yeah. The Peak, Peak Blondie, and this is Picture This. Not a bad song Love in the whole song. album.
says an MP3 can't skip. Oh, I just be quiet. Everybody don't think it's their. Everybody don't think it's their iPod. You got a faulty. Uh, you got a faulty <clears throat> MP3. That's fine. Uh, Sorry was about it that. Clem Burke is he the drummer? Yes, dude. I watched a Blondie while I was recovering. I watched a Blondie concert mm-hmm. on on TV of like two years ago, and the dude's a monster on drums, mm-hmm. man. He's also a monster with his ladies. What does that mean? Pat's got a Clem Burke story. I have a horrible Clem Burke story. Oh, why'd you do that? Yeah, because whenever I hear his name, it puts me on my heels now. <laughs> but you still listen to Blondie? Yeah, because he's not singing. Okay. And then I just, I've mixed the drums out of all the songs. Okay. Dreamin', not good anymore. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah, when but I, Dreamin' is his best drum part. Yeah. If they wrote that clip, just, yeah. A clip of that oh. when he's just, yeah. uh, I think on SNL, but it is really good. Now, Jeff Tate and I went to see Mud Crutch at the Fonda Theater, and I... I saw this. I saw him with my own eyes, manhandling his date. Oh, really? They were having a fight, and he was like grabbing her. She's like, "Could just leave me? Don't leave!" And I'm so mad at myself that I didn't say anything. Right. That I didn't just go, "Hey, Clem Burke, what the fuck?" You know right, what I mean? Right. But yeah, a fucking dick. Like, and then like was yelling at her, and she just like walked to the to the main floor to watch the show, and he like grabbed her, and he was like, "I'm like, um, how have I never heard this story?" Uh, I don't know. Clem Burke's never come up. You'd rather make it awkward <laughs> on uh, on a podcast. It just, it just came up, so I just thought of it. Oh, that's weird. Like I wasn't even going to say it because the song played, but then you brought his name right, up, and right. that puts me on. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. That being said, Parallel Lines, amazing album. It's a great album. That was before he would manhandle <laughs> women. I can listen. To, I can listen to anything prior to 2016. When I saw him listen, manhandle was anything new. I'm not going to listen to. Oh yeah, no, no. he can beat the drums and his girlfriend. <laughs> maybe that's where you learned. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, you got something that's a little bit different from everything we've played today. Actually, and I, I, I have to, I, it's not an apology to Pat Francis. It might be an apology for that What's beating your girlfriend joke, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not an apology to Pat Francis. I give Pat Francis shit for spending money to see um, James Taylor and listening to that snooze fest over and over. It. I think he's fantastic. Over and over. Effortless singer. Yeah. Guitar playing is unbelievable. Yeah. It's what happens when you put no effort in it. I've you put seen people fire to sleep. And I've seen... But he did write one of my all time favorite songs in 1977. And then in 1978, The Possum, George Jones recorded it. The Possum. Mm-hmm. That is not a nickname you want. No, no. You <laughs> don't no. want that to be your nickname. <laughs> so, Silver Fox is cool. <laughs> right. The Man in Black. Speaking of manhandling, I think he... Uh, oh, yes. Well, Everything. that was just yeah. the way of the world and back then, he, then. And then he wrote like five top ten singles about it. <laughs> but this is not one of them. This no, because this is written by James Taylor. This is Bartender's Blues. But I need four walls around me To hold my life To keep me from going I can laugh at your jokes. I can watch you. Fight. It's a good getting drunk in the back of a honky tonk bar. 
Yep. I'm with you. All right. I don't know. If we could bring in country from the 70s. I, that, that I could fill up. I, still got, I, got another, I got another country song coming up later. Do you? Yes, I, I do. I didn't know that was allowed. Can bring on in, rock solid. You can bring in anything that... Uh, we did a country episode before. You can bring in anything from 1978. Yeah. Oh, that was a good episode, that country episode. That, that was, was a fun, fun episode. That was fun. I did like that. Mm-hmm. So you're All up, right. Pat. Okay. Well, I, I mentioned them when I played the Who song, so now let's hear... From the Kinks Misfits, this is a song called Get Up. Here's a song for all the little men who get forgotten time and time again. Here's a message for the little guy, don't let this situation pass you by. You're in the middle while the big mouths fight. You get it from the left and the right, ain't it crazy? So get up off your easy chairs, we got lots to do out there, well, we? Good's got bad, right is wrong, don't know which side I'm on. I love the Misfits album. Every so time good. I listen to the Kinks, I think I have to listen to the Kinks more. <laughs> Not right now. Not was right there now. was there a big hit off that? Was Superman on that? Um, no. Um, I'm trying to think. Rock and Roll Fantasy, but not the Rock and Roll Fantasy that is... Um, Bad Company. Bad Company. That's a good song. Um, I don't know if there's any bad company. There's no Bad Company in 78. Oh, was there no? I think there were singles, but not hits. Right. Okay. Well, there was one that... Do you have the album? Misfits? What do you, what do you want to know? I want to know what's on the album. You want to know what's on the album? I'll distract more, but... I'll look it up. Okay. Hold do on. I play a song? Oh, you don't have the music I on I can't do everything, Mike. I can't do it That's all. That's what I mean. Kyle, look it up. No, I'm, I'm looking it up uh, through Wikipedia. All right. I do not have, have no music on that album. Uh, I don't have... Computer. No, this this is just the Rock Solid computer. Right, right. This isn't Sorry all my... And I didn't bring mine because oh, that's brought up Misfits, the band with that pussy Glenn Danzig. You've seen him. He gets punched in the face. Mother... I almost brought Misfits. I almost brought Misfits. Had, I think their first album came out in '78. That long ago? Yeah, yeah. How old is Glenn Danzig? I don't know. He's I could. 60, I could. Be, over sixty, right? He's got it. Okay, wrong. here's what's on. I could be wrong. Yeah, you ready? Not. Here's what's on Misfits. Misfits. Hay fever. Live life. A rock and roll fantasy in a foreign land. Permanent waves. Black Messiah. Out of the wardrobe. Trust your heart and get up. Don't know any of those. And yeah. Superman. No. <laughs> Superman is on low budget. All right. Superman is on low budget. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to tell you how old Glenn Danzig is because... Uh, because now we're on it. Yeah. Glenn Danzig. It's the band. How old do you think he is? He used to be able to walk by his house. Yeah, they found it um, in 77. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think their first album came out in 78. He lived in Los Feliz for like the longest time. You could walk by his house and see him pumping iron on <laughs> his porch. Him and Henry Rollins. Yeah. yeah they're lifting weights. <laughs> hey, how do we write more bad music? I clicked on... Uh, I clicked on Misfits, the TV series. How many things are named Misfits? Yeah, Misfits, the movie. Misfits, the TV series. Okay, it was probably go. on in the 60s. Here we go. Glenn Danzig is 63 years old, born ah. in 1955. All right. 63. 63. A buff 63. Mm-hmm. Grandmother. Grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Joke of the day. Hey. All, All right, right, I'm up. Oh, you know what? I, I, I like when, uh, when people who aren't funny post on Facebook. Because it gets me crazy. Oh, it's hilarious! Like, it when, when you were in the hospital, mm-hmm. someone posted, um, 
hey, make sure they don't remove Murr's funny bone when he's in there. And I'm like, no, the joke is make sure they put one in. (laughs) (laughs) Who was that, your uncle? I don't like any of this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here we go, Mike. What do you got for us? Uh, Well, the band Foreigner was all the rage. They couldn't get bigger in the 70s. Could not get bigger. And this was their uh, big hit. It's a great song. Is this, what, is this her first album? Second. Second. What's it? What's album? It's called Double Vision. Oh yeah. yeah. But this song is hot blooded. <laughs> From Double Vision. I know that. This is about his anger problems, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, he's yeah. so mad. Yeah, he's so he's so hot. So right pissed off. By the way, still, when, I know overplayed, but still sounds. I good. was going to say it does sound good. They when this good comes riffs. on the radio, man, come on, crank lickaroo. No, no, I, I, but in these headphones, I didn't want it to end. It sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> That's in how these I am when uh, when like Welcome to the Jungle comes on. I immediately, oh, absolutely, click absolutely, it. click it over, click it on, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Murr, what do you got? Am I up? It's 1978. Who's this artist? It's 1978. You can't not have a little disco. I was going to say, I almost said, there's like, I have not, we have not jumped the disco train. We haven't. Yes. And this is probably one of the handful of disco songs I like. This is Born to be Alive. Because by 79, people were putting the nail in the disco coffin, baby. Let's play it. (laughs) Oh, I beg to differ. Oh, I I beg to differ. I don't even know this song. I just did that for fun. More. Literally, it's good to be alive. I'm even going as long as I can. Oh, just put up. I'm just hoping someone. I rest my case. <laughs> Screw you. I, can I just feel know the cocaine going up my nose as that was played. People are listening to this in the car, or they're at work, or they're doing their rump was shaking, buddy. That's all I know. You can't not hear that. Hey, there song. was a, there was a lot of good disco that year. I don't know if that was the. That was, I mean, I think September from Earth, Wind, and Fire oh, came that's out. That's a great that song. We could have brought that one. Yeah. Well, why didn't you guys fucking step it up? I'm the only one who was the so balls much. enough to bring, Sheik, I to think, bring uh, disco. I'm going to step it up right I believe now. With Sheik's some, debut album came out this year, too. This is, uh, this is some hard rock. It's oh, gonna we're going to rock it up? It's not metal, but it's hard rock. ACDC? From, no, it's from my guys, UFO. Oh, wow. Love you will I you will both famous like quote, it. Famous, <laughs> famous P-U, quote. Famous quote. It's a Pat Francis yeah. song. <laughs> They're not good, are they? Yeah. They're not to very good. To quote your wife. They? They're not very good, are how they? How dare you? I'll even intro it with the with the stinkeroo, just in case that's how you guys feel. Okay, here we go. UFO is a couple good songs. This is this song's great. 
<laughs> I'll intro it. Yeah. I'll be fair. It's a seagull stinkaroo. <laughs> Rock right in the title. Yeah. Look at that little little bridge in there. Now I'm told grown men wrote this. <laughs> yeah, they did. did. Grown men write this. Actually, yep. is what I read. These okay. grown these grown men have announced that they're retiring. Oh. Actually, the singer did. Phil said this is going to be his last tour. He's he always said when he got in his seventies, he would yeah, stop maybe. doing. It. He, so he's he's going to stop. But he said I that respect he, him for he yeah he put out a really nice and uh, you know press whatever. release yeah and he said and he goes he doesn't even mind if the band continues without him. So he's saying look just because I'm leaving, yeah. get a singer and, and keep touring if you want. That's nice. Too hot to handle is a good song. Too hot to handle is great. The year I before I would have played that. Oh, was that the year before? Okay. Yeah. I could have played Lights Out. Oh, no, Lights that's, out, the, year, that's the year before. Song. That's also the year I before. I wish I could remember the song, but when my kid was like two years old, I took him to a, like a music class where they could like bang on the drums and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it was uh, taught by two two gentlemen who really saw their musical careers much differently than teaching two-year-olds how gotcha. to play. Bitter. And just kind of old, just bummed out. And <laughs> and. I, as we were walking out, the two like the guys were in the hallway saying goodbye to everybody, and and then I remember the one guy's like, "Hey, remember that old UFO song?" And I can't remember what it was, and they started wailing on it on the guitars in the hallway. Godzilla, probably like no, that's Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, sorry. Now your next song on your list, I also have it. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, we mentioned this. Well, Patty Smith. Well, we before. mentioned Patty Smith. I'm gonna play my file because I feel like my file is gonna sound better than your okay. file. Written by our man Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen with additional lyrics by Patty. And so she would be considered a one-hit wonder. She wrote this well. the night. Has People Got the Power of Hit, though? Did that chart at all? No. It's a great song, though. Did she it write is. this the night of meeting him? No, she well, didn't. No, he wrote it. He wrote it, but she added lyrics the yeah. night of meeting. Like he was supposed to meet him yeah. to record. I, to like I love the story. Yeah, I hope it's true. Like that, yeah, like Jimmy Iovine was producing this album. And uh, so we need a hit. That's how many songs Bruce had when he was yeah. recording Darkness on the Edge of Town. Throw us like, one you're not using. Uh, take this hit. Yeah, take yeah. this hit. I got to tell you, I recorded, a, I recorded 75 songs for this album. I'm going <laughs> to give four away. <laughs> now, how many are you going to give away? I'm going to give away. All right, let's hear it. Because even, though I, I, even though I didn't bring it in, this is going for my wife. She's a huge Patty Smith okay. fan. Take me now, here's I am. Take me now, baby, here's I am. Pull me close, try and understand. Desirous hunger is the fire I breathe. Love is a banquet on which we feed.
Still sounded pretty good. Yeah. And that that <clears throat> song, he didn't just give it to her. He It was recorded. It was completed for Darkness on the Edge of Town and then just not used. Yeah. That's crazy. I have to say. It sounds like Jimmy <clears throat> Iovine's are doing uh, a really big favor for Patty. Yeah. Jimmy Iovine came over. And we he were talked playing, me out of that song. We were, we were shooting up. We were playing bumper pull. And uh, he said, if I, if I win this, I get to take whatever song I want. I said, you're not going to. You're not gonna beat me. I'm so good at it. And then, uh, and then the big man got behind uh, Jimmy when I was making a shot, and he's like making a face and dancing around. He's pretending like he had a hula skirt, and I missed my shot. And then Ivine took it. Goddamn Ivine, <laughs> son of a bitch. Rock and peace, big man. Rock and peace, Ivine. No, now I'm gonna kill him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I have to say, my wife dragged me to see, and I, I like Patty Smith, but I didn't want to go to the concert. Smart yeah. Patty Smith? Patty Smith. Like and Smythe. she was awesome. Yeah. Saw her at the Will Turn. She was great. Mm-hmm. Flea came out and played a couple songs. And it was funny. Like, it was kind of like, you know, every once in a while, Patty would read poetry and uh, I'd go to the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> I would do anything. I would pull out my iPad and play a game. I, I would but do she, heroin. But she was like taking time to like find a, a, a poem. Fucking in, bookmark it. In, Dog ear it, Patty. <laughs> Right. Are you kidding me? Go ahead. Sorry. We just take the moment to like kind of find where she wanted to read, and then people, the band would improvise under it, so it'd get really quiet. And like Flea walks out and like puts on a bass, and nobody acknowledged him or anything like that. So we were like four people back. So I was like, Flea! <laughs> and then everybody went, ah! and then they waved. And everything. I thought you were going to say Flea walked out and took that book out of her hand and yeah, threw it in, the, <laughs> in the pit. Burned it. Come on, man. Let's play some music. Was Lenny K still in the band? Oh, absolutely. Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah. She's still playing with Lane. Yeah. That guy got <laughs> like when you didn't please kill me. He's like, all right, we're going to go out on the road. And she's like, no, nah, I'm done after yeah. three albums. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I guess oh, I'm, hmm. uh, well, guess what am I going to do with my find life? Work. <laughs> I need to raise my children. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got, uh, what do you got? Oh, 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 you got a great song coming up. Murray. I'm actually changing it. I'm going oh, back okay. to number nine. Number nine. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I figured somebody would bring the police, but this is my. This is one of my. Mike and I are going to do an all police episode. Oh, really? That's why I didn't bring any. But yeah, that's why. Debut album, Outlanders Demore. My favorite, one of my all-time favorite songs. Or as Murray has it labeled in his iTunes, the album's just called The Police. Says artist, the police album, The Police. I don't police my list. Ready? Uh huh. Hold on. Where did I start it? Because I want to play two spots. You started it two minutes and 48 seconds. All right, this, I'm, 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 because we've all heard the song. We don't really need to hear it, but the most pointless harmonica solo in <laughs> ev- any song ever. The most pointless harmonica solo. We're starting it right here. Okay. Hold on. Let me start it over. Hold on. I just fucked it up. You just said where I was starting. Well, from. I, it was playing and then you stopped me. And so now I got to. We should do a harmonica. Get the harmonica. Here it comes. Gotta get the harmonica. Grab it. Next time around. (laughs) Two seconds. That was it, huh? Two seconds. Nice. Two seconds. Why is that even in there? Rumor Why? Rumor, Why is that? In rumor it? is that they're recording an album right now. Really? Yeah. Didn't even notice that harmonica before. No, no neither did really. And you're doing the police episode. <laughs> Fuck you. You know what? Maybe here's here's what I'm saying. Thinking maybe 
they were recording this live and maybe another guy like in the studio picked, just picked up a harmonica and then the producer goes, Hey, the mics are on in here. I think that was Stuart Copeland horsing around after everybody left. Maybe he seems to like I'm going to, I'm going to do a dub on something. <laughs> He's, I'm going to do something that'll make stink. Yeah. Fucking so, so we angry. can fight about it later. Uh, I have no more songs. So let's go to what? Mike. Let's go. One from Mike, one from Murray. One. One from, wow. and then Murray, you can pick the play out. Okay. Okay. Well, we, we mentioned uh, Todd Rundgren earlier. I'm going to write down the list, Pat. Okay. And uh, he produced this album of Jim Steinman, and we, it always comes up when we're playing poker. Yep. It's a game I like to call. This is two out of three ain't bad. Oh, of course. Bad out of hell, baby. Really sad song. I tried to show you just how much I Wow, guy's kind of a dick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> just kind of dawned on me. It's a prick. Well, I Look, think I, I think, want you. I need you. I'm not going to love you. The, I think there the, ain't no way. I think the woman is saying that to him. Oh, really? Yeah. Bitch. So he's singing it as the broken down dude. I, every uh, ship has a piano player uh-huh. that I'm working on. It's like, the, I cozy up to them all the time because they're the ones open late. And after right, our right. shows open and just... Can you play? I give like a whole list. Can you play these? And, and every so often you'll find one that play deep cuts. They'll play sure. like Joe Jackson. But in the meantime, they got to just got to play the same. Hey, here's Piano Man right. every single mm-hmm. night. What do you sit there? Do you sit next to the piano there with a drink? <laughs> no, no. Stand in the back because I don't want uh, I don't want to be too cozy there. What are you drinking? Uh, well, I can get dis- usually vodka yeah on the ship because i i try to do a low carb thing and all right do you go rocks you yeah. go martini soda. vodka and soda 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 we're gonna go vodka and soda might as well just go vodka straight you put a twist of lime in yeah there? uh twist? well the water helps hydrate or a mar- and also uh a martini has to be done properly and a lot of people screw it up absolutely you know what they i screw it up so it's hard yeah, i've never had a good one it is I hard to martinis. screw up a vodka soda first of all a if, child can make a vodka if you're soda. making a vodka martini it's not a martini no yeah. i got Gin the, I, I got the, the education martini. in in this because I, or, I ordered a vodka martini in atlanta like eight months ago you and, can't just and say and martini guy, and the guy was like uh, that's not a martini. That's just well. That guy's been a prick. No, and I go well. What's a martini? And I go. Well, I don't like gin. And he's like, well, you never had the right mar- the right martini. And he's and he made me one, and it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was great. My favorite is a Paul Gill martini. I'll take that right out. One, <laughs> had, uh, okay. one Mark hour the time on there. Okay. there go. Uh, okay. I did. My apologies to Joe Jackson. Then hold on a second though before. Uh, our our friend Kevin Quinn, who created the Seagull Stinkaroo <laughs> Sting, he also created. Uh, an old meatloaf stinkaroo sting. So let's just give that another old listen. meatloaf, and, and, and specifically that, for meatloaf. Yeah, and then this is going to go into a into a into a meatloaf song from his most recent release. Normally, just, I would say that fun. that was a waste of time, but since Pat Francis yeah. hosts the show, it's supposed to be meatloaf. <laughs> oh, 
All right. And that's going to go right into Skull of Your Country. How do you bury the skull of your country? How do you bury a nation of these? Never gets old for me. It's oh so terrible. Oh, my God. What year was this? Last year? Uh, 2016, I think. The end of 2016. <laughs> oh, my God. Not even close. And then they put a, a girl that can sing in Singing Kim Carnes. No, yeah. no, Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler yeah. All right. Well, that was Total Eclipse. That was written by Jim Steinman. Oh, that Bonnie Tyler song was. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Boy, I hope Meatloaf saved his Fight Club money. I will be <laughs> save my Fight Club money <laughs> because I'm gonna need it someday. It's not too bad. That's pretty good. That's it's pretty good. close to how he sounds currently. That is it's, awful. You, when you go to see, like, when Couldn't I couldn't even auto tune it. Oh my god. And then someone, the producer, to go, I think we got it, Meat. Nailed it. <laughs> Terrific. Nailed it. That's the one. All right. You got, uh, what are you going to play for I us I play next? one and then an out. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play one of yours right now just for fun. Okay. Now, when it was a young man, <laughs> Number one hit. Was this number one? Oh, I don't know about number one. Maybe he's no. the number one comedian. One hit wonder. I'm good to it. Did you do the monkey? Stupid. It's hilarious. Uh, Girl, it's great. Listen to this next line. Now, if I had known the line of just seal, I'd take all my money and bought me a museum. There it is. Buried with a donkey. <laughs> He's my favorite honky. <laughs> this is still, still cracks me up every time I hear it. He gave his life for tourism. Yeah. By the Nile. <laughs> the ladies love the style. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Oh, it's still so funny. What do you think? No? It's just how, how novelty songs made it to the charts I all know. the time in the 70s. Yeah. I know. Junk Food Junkie, The Streak. <laughs> sure. Junkie. Awful stuff. <laughs> when did Pac-Man Fever come out? 80? Yeah, 80, 81, something like okay. that. Who sang Pac-Man Fever? I think I can... That was Barnes, something in... Um, was that Barnes and Barnes? No, was, no. Um, no. You, oh, you know what was a it big was two hit? guys' names. I almost brought it. Oh, what Speaking is it? Of Barnes it's and Barnes. Gar- it's something Garcia. Yes. Speaking of uh, Fish Heads. That's Barnes and Barnes. Uh, what came out this year. Oh, I eat, am, them, I eat them up it. yum. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't play uh, baseball. They don't... Uh, no, eat them up. They don't do music. <laughs> eat them up, yeah. So are you going to play a serious one? Uh, I'm not going to play Fish Heads by Barnes and Barnes. Mm. Who, by you. the way, I first saw on Night Flight. Oh, really? Yeah, we need, we need a TV show like that, man. I saw so much great stuff. I saw Bambi meets Godzilla. On, did you ever oh, see yeah, that? No, yeah, that's that great. short film, Google Bambi meets Godzilla. Oh, it's the best. It's fantastic. It's so awesome. Good. I saw Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, all those great Oh, I did see that, yeah. Night cult. Flight was good. Night Flight was awesome. All right, what's your real song, Murray? I stole King Tut from you. <laughs> all right, well, my uh, apologies to Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson. They released okay. their Waylon and uh, Willie album. Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys uh-huh. is what I'm reading here. So I think I'm going to play a cover tune. All right. But now this was released in 77 as a single and then it came on Motorhead's second album. Nah, we'll allow it. And 78, this is Louie Louie. <laughs> Hit it! Never 
got into Motorhead. What? I never got into Motorhead. No? I don't know why. It's just too heavy for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love how Lemmy sounded 78 years old at 23. He's like a Louia Luai. He's like all over the map with how to pronounce it. But he sang that way, and he sang that same way four years ago before he died. Sure. There was just no age. I saw this, or listened to this interesting uh, story about the song Louis Louie, that uh, they broke it down, the big hit, because it was like the third mm-hmm. cover that made it hit. And it was this okay. band out of Seattle, uh, out of Portland. and uh, The Kingsman? The Kingsman. Yeah. It's all one take. All right. The reason it sounds like you can't understand the words is because they didn't know how to record it. <laughs> so he would the lead kind of like how I'm doing this show today. The lead singer was singing at the at, at a mic that was up on a like singing up like yeah. this with his neck strained. So he wasn't singing. He wasn't singing into this mic, and so that's why you can't you can't understand the lyrics. And then they fuck up the turn after the solo. He comes in too early. <laughs> And so they kept it, they kept all this stuff in. So listen, classic. Yeah, they kept mm-hmm. it all in and then he waited for the turnaround and came back in. And then the best part is, you know, the government like studied the song because they couldn't understand the lyrics and they thought there was like yeah, communism sex and sexism sex. and all that. And then they deemed it, you know, no problem. But during, right during the break, the drummer drops his drumstick and you can hear him yell, fuck! Oh, really? <laughs> and they didn't catch it. And it's still in the song. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna isolate that. Yeah, fine. It's great. Go back and listen to it, knowing all that. I'm sure. I'm sure all our <laughs> listener nerds were like, "No kidding, Mary. We've known that. It's cool." Okay, oh, I my, forgot my apologies. Okay, who you apologize? I'm, I'm done, right? Well, you can play one more song. Oh, I can. And then okay. he's gonna play the play out. Oh, all right. Oh, forget it. Then so, you're up. I don't have any more. Oh, so you're done. Okay. Where are you? Well, I'll just do this one. Apologies with... to. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I do have a song. No. Oh, okay. How to bury all right, dick country. <laughs> what a minute. Uh, apologies to Leonard Skinner. Street Survivors came out that what's year. What's your name? Oh, I had what's your girl. name on there. I, All right. Jackson Brown running on empty. Oh, good one. And uh, I'm going to give some Chicago love. All right. Out here to Sticks. Come oh, sail away. Out of Chicago. Oh, yeah. Huge. Oh, I didn't know they were a Chicago band. So the story goes. But somehow we missed out on the part of gold, but we'll try best that we can to carry on. Smoke machine.
Sounds so fucking good in the headphones. It does, <laughs> it's amazing. Rock and peace to John Panazzo on drums. Oh, when did he mm-hmm. die? Oh god! Oh no! Yeah. He, he died in 1996, Murray. Yeah, no, no, I thought I thought that the bass player is really bass player is his brother. That's Chuck Panazzo. He's still alive. He's pretty. sick. They're though, twins. Isn't he? Are you sure he's still alive? Yeah, he is. He's, yeah, he's, he's very ju- sick though. Um, I think I, he had AIDS, right? Or he had he, HIV. He looks great. Whenever I've seen him a million times. Does he still play with the band? He's he's got the same age that Michael that not Michael that um that um Magic that Magic has. I mean, it's under control. It's under control. Yeah. Okay. All right, but does but he'll he play, come out does he the, play the full concert? No, he comes he out and plays like two end. or three songs. All right, that's yeah. who I was t- talking about. I and it's so funny. He's like, were, hey, we, got a, so we got a surprise for you today. We're going to bring out original bass player. It's not a surprise. Every time you hear, <laughs> I see Chuck Panazzo. Not a surprise at all. Chuck Panazzo. Surprise he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Tommy's, oh, when's he going to go so we can stop bringing him out? <laughs> yeah, Tommy's bitter. Tommy. He's got short man's disease. All right, before you Man, play, before guy. you figure out your guy, playout right? song. I know my playout song. Okay, let's promote it. Okay. When's the uh, Road Stories podcast coming back? Coming back this Sunday? Well, when does this drop? This will drop next Thursday. Uh, it's out. It's out. I'm starting to record, to, what's today, Tuesday? Yeah, I start back recording on mm. Wednesday. And right, then cool. I'll, it'll be back in the heavy rotation. I've had a few, uh, I've been releasing old episodes mm-hmm. uh, during my downtime. Classic episodes. Classic episodes. Best the of. Best of. Best of. So Road Stories will be back. Were Mike and I on, on any of those re-release uh, episodes? No, best. Of, oh, best. best of, oh, okay, stories. okay. But if you want to go back and kind of, and I don't know, this is kind of weird. I find it interesting. If you want to go back and find and listen to the progression of me getting sick, mm-hmm. start with Mike's episode. Oh, really? That one we recorded in here before you went on the boat. Is that one I was mentioning? What do you have, TB? Yeah, you're just making fun of my cough. <laughs> What, and you got I, a bad heart valve? Yeah. And I didn't know, no, I didn't yeah. know back then. I was like, ah, I think I got to go to the doctor and get this checked out. And then it went into my lung. And you can you can do the progression of me getting sick to where I'm literally doing like, the last episode. I'm doing it. Going like this. I'm getting a CAT scan done tomorrow. 40 episodes I later. Be fine. I think I should go have it checked out. <laughs> Something's not right. But it's like a five or six sound like uh, meatloaf. show arc. It's like a five show arc. <laughs> you sound like meatloaf. Sound like meatloaf, modern meatloaf. And I think that my heart's stopping now. <laughs> that wasn't good. Okay. And so that's I hope oh, and then I'm going, if this episode didn't record well, I'm releasing it no matter what. That's yeah, fine. This is we put our never time stopped in, it before. Put, that's right. We put an hour and fifty six minutes in. Yeah, you had the guy from the zombies in the other room, and you still released <laughs> it. I just couldn't ask him to move forward. You've been standing in front of a microphone your whole life, buddy. Why are you sitting get back? Once you get in there, oh, Rod Argent, you fucking. Asshole. Oh, it was Rod. <laughs> it was yeah, Rod. Well, now he's bitter. He, yeah. he was the most talkative one. Get on the mic. You're talking the most. Hey, guess what? God gave you a microphone. All right, not just yeah. rock and roll. <laughs> I got the joke. Okay. I like I, how you I, explained I had to worry. I had to you worry it. I should have worded it a little bit. You kept explaining it for right. people. Because it's a song by Argent that came right. out. So where do we find uh, the Road Stories podcast? Uh, go to roadstories.tv or just uh, mariblariano.com will be on there. Uh, my Facebook page, uh, Marie Blariano Comedy. You can always get it out. You have a fan uh, page We're part of too. the All Things Comedy Network. So go to All Things Comedy and uh, it'll, it'll be there. Well, it's a bunch of founders. Yes, and I do have a fan page. You can click on it. It's fun. All right. Videos and shit. Travel Tales is on. on the... Oh, hi. Hold on. And I'll be heading back out on the road soon. So oh, I'm going to Florida. I don't think you're well enough for that yet. It's in the fall. <laughs> I'm headlining I, my first game I don't think you should rough. do it. I think you should not do that. No. <laughs> you see that pool out there I have to pay for? <laughs> to be can't. fair, we didn't think you should tour before ah, you got sick. Drives me crazy that the wire behind your computer is not through the hole like it's supposed to be. Because uh, oh, I'm right. great. 
I, th- I think you're asking me nuts. Captain Anal. Yeah, that just drives me crazy. <laughs> I just I had that in my living room. Yeah. Because I'm gonna fix that before fix I it before you leave. So I just put it back in my so traveltalespodcast. That's on the Art 19 platform, the Art 19 just like platform. Rock Solid is. Yeah, uh, you can get it there or uh, traveltalespodcast.com on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. You get it and, anywhere. You can get these podcasts course, anywhere. Just type in the name and it comes. Are out we on everywhere. Spotify? Is this one on uh, Spotify? I think I'm on Spotify. Oh, yeah. uh, so Road Stories is on Spotify also. Okay, but I, I forget to there. promote it. Yeah, you have to be asked to be on there. Ooh, that's not true. you have to be part of a network. That's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true. And if you happen to be on the uh, MS Volendam in Alaska, I will be on there through all of Please, July. I hope someone walks up to him and says, I heard you on the Rock Solid podcast. Oh, so do I. It'd be nice. And they'd say, you're so funny on that show. And then this thing you're doing here is yeah. different. I do get <laughs> probably the, be the youngest person on that ship. <laughs> I do get people from Rock Solid uh, come to shows. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I tell them, I go, go to those shows and give them a rough time. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Make them work for right. it. <laughs> I have to work for it already, man. I'm helping. <laughs> I'm, I'm helping the show. Make I'm it. with my girlfriend. She's getting married. Her name's Karen. <laughs> Make fun of her. She's drinking out of a penis straw. Make fun of her. <laughs> I'm not going to the fucking valley. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a joke for you. <laughs> I keep pulling away from the mic when I do that. That's the person in the audience. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's exactly how Louie Louie was recording. (laughs) Uh, Well, thanks. This was fun. Mike, where are you at on Twitter? Uh, Funny Mike on Twitter. Uh, Murray V on Twitter. Kyle is at Kyle.SonFunny. What about Instagram? We... Travel Tales Podcast. I I don't know where where we're at on Instagram. Kyle does that. Before we're at Rock Solid Show on Twitter, I'm at Pat underscore Francis on Twitter. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com for everything. The Patreon page. The t-shirts. All the stuff that you don't want, it's there. <laughs> Thanks for so the episodes. Pins. You got new what pins. You, is the artwork going to be? Pins are just giveaways. Okay. I'm predicting the artwork already. Okay. Us, us three as the Bee Gees. Um, oh. I don't think. I don't what know do you think? Village think people, gonna, maybe? I don't think. I think he's just going to. I think he's just going to, you know, put some album covers together is what I think he's going to do. Just an array of 1970 album covers. He's not very creative. He's missing a good opportunity with the Bee Gees. He's not one of our regular artists, but I like what he does. So from time to time, I just say, hey, do do you want to do one? Does he do it with crayons? Yeah, he put, yeah, and then he takes a picture of it and yeah. sends it to me. <laughs> yeah. That's what he does. Sounds like Daryl. He does it, yeah, he does it on construction paper. I have to say, there is a, Daryl sent me an amazing picture of off the Venice Pier he sent to me, and it's about, I don't know, too big, and mm-hmm. uh, it's going up on the wall. Whenever sure, it is. Sure, the wall. sure, it's going to go up on the wall. Is it in a frame? It's not, I got to get a frame. Oh my God, if it's not framed, it's never, it doesn't have a chance <laughs> in this it's house. It's got like a cool border on it, and it's an amazing picture. He's a really great photographer. I'm giving him shit, but he was really talented. Yeah, he but is, we're going to hang photos now because there's, yeah, we're done. Talk, now that we're here. What's your plan? I've only so. moved into this place seven years ago. Uh, my, oh, before, I didn't really get a chance to say thank you to everybody who sent me stuff while I was <laughs> having surgery, yeah. and I got CDs, DVDs, uh, mixtapes, t shirts. Rock, uh, doc, uh, rock uh, biographies. Has cool. anybody ever l- released a rock biography that isn't the side of the Encyclopedia Britannica? Nope, nope. It's huge. It's, I know. I'm going to take 10 years to get through those. <laughs> but thank you so much. It really meant a lot to me. Cards, I guess they, you sent them to Pat Francis. Yes, and, and brought I brought them over. Them over. Uh, it really did mean a lot. And brought them over, threw them in his yard, <laughs> beat the horn and drove on, off. Turned on the sprinkler. <laughs> but it really did mean a lot. And uh, thank you guys so much for it. Uh, this is a band that I don't think ever got it to do. The lead singer went on to do a bunch of other stuff. Uh, his name's Bob Geldof. A bunch of activism stuff. Bunch of, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he made the world a better place Helping or whatever. and all that nonsense. Whatever. Chicken scratch. Mm. But this is uh, Rat Trap from the Boomtown Rats. 
Thank you, Just guys. Go from the beginning. If Thanks. It's play out. Oh, okay. I'll take it from the beginning. Hold on. Jumping it to the beginning. There we go. Scam, just in zone. The screaming and crying. 